Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and if you are interested in listening to idiots, you came to the right place. Have a nice day. I'm gonna die surrounded by the biggest idiots in the galaxy. You're a slacker. You stupid idiot! Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Oh, idiot! Game over, man! Hey, hey, careful Whoa. with that, Ronnie Millsap. We're downrange. What's the matter with you? I feel like a Kentucky Fried Idiot. Oh, I'll take it from here, nurse. They're putting the band back together. Forget it. No way. We're on a mission from God. Gentlemen, Ciccolini here may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. I was going to spend the night assembling the boys you, but this is holding my interest. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, friends and fiends, and welcome to Free Range Idiocy, the podcast about everything, but, you know, mostly just the stuff we like. As you have noticed, we enjoy ourselves a a good movie and are also fans of that most wonderful of DVD extras, the commentary track. So for this, episode 37, we're going to be recording our very own commentary track for that masterpiece melding of cinema and sports entertainment that is called No Holds Barred. That's right. No holds bar. Welcome to our journey and descent into hell. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Todd, and with me, as always, is my partner in idiocy for over 20 years now, who is appearing live via the magical powers of his mind. Well, and an internet connection. He is the Hulk Hogan to my Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, he best keep his hands off of Elizabeth. I give you the man they call Tim. Let me tell you something, brother. How are you, my friend? You know, I'm doing all right. I'm not even going to bother asking you if you can name the tag team, because if you can't... We should just stop now. You've blown all credibility. (laughs) All credibility. Oh, this tag team team had the handshake to end all handshakes. They look like they were about to hurt themselves as they shook each other's hands. Uh, I would uh, introduce the audience here to the... Mega powers. Oh my goodness! And then, of course, the hand in a in another place is what broke up the mega powers. He was studying Elizabeth. Darn it! He was. He <laughs> definitely was. Totally. I'll take that. I'll take that to my dying day. Roll that the tape. Actually, Roll the tape. Embarrassingly enough, that will probably be my final words. Oh, gosh. You know, in some like delusion, you know, <laughs> be like he was studying Elizabeth. <laughs> That'll be it. And <laughs> that'll be and like your family. rosebud moments. Yeah, my, entire, <laughs> my entire family would be around me going, yeah, he was pretty much an idiot. All right. <laughs> so you want to go get pizza? <laughs> That's awesome. And you know what? I'd have it no other way. Absolutely. I'd have it no other way. Oh, man. Oh, well, thank you all for tuning in and for joining us. Uh, once again, we appreciate every single person who tunes in. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, or also on the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, and Facebook. All of those are at Free Range Idiocy. To hell with uh, with YouTube because they just won't give me the time of day. So we're, we're on all those social medias except for that one. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, thoughts... Outright bribes, I guess. Uh, send those to Tim at freerangeidiocy.com. Hello. And he will, yes, and he will do. He will do exactly that. <laughs> he will send you a video of him just going doing that, and nothing oh, else. Yes. He is a mysterious man, ladies and gentlemen. He is a mysterious man. An so, enigma, if you will. 
Uh, yes, an enigma wrapped in a pancake. Oh, wait, no, that's something else <laughs> entirely. Hey, how'd you know I was going to cook that this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, really, when you think about it, that really is what pigs in the blanket are, because a sausage really is a bit of an enigma. I mean, you think you know what's in it. Oh. <laughs> you think you know. Oh. Even the ones where they're like, this is 100% organic, all naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Sure it is. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, before we get too deep into the evening here, we need to definitely address uh, what we're what we're imbibing. So, uh, sir, uh, what are you drinking? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Oh, that was Ooh, a good one. Ooh, that is nice. That was a good one. Uh, we are uh, imbibing tonight Daisy Cutter Half Acre Pale Ale from Chicago, Illinois. Very nice, very nicely done. Actually, that's a that, that's a return engagement for that beer, if I'm remembering correctly. It is. Uh, you know, during the quarantine, there was a bit of a stockpile, and so we're we're burning through the stockpile. So, um, and, no goose uh, island. What's that? No goose island. No goose island. No, no, we're we're still working through the other supply first, and then goose island uh, I will, see. will land. So, uh, I see what you did there. Daisy cutter pale ale, a fine fine brew for this evening. Very nice. And you, nice. sir, what are you having? Well, uh, hang on a second here. Oh, that was that was lame. Actually, Jeez, what, what were you using? A wrench or something? <laughs> well, so the uncorking on a on a whiskey bottle is always good, but it's it, this has been recorked, so it's I, I imagine it's not going to do much uh, tonight. Uh, considering our subject matter and our mission, I actually I went to the doctor on Friday, and uh, I I wanted I felt it was very important for me to consult a physician before we embarked on this because I didn't want to end up in the hospital like you did. Yeah. So I said I was I was going to do a commentary track for the Hulk Hogan movie No Holds Barred, and my doctor actually installed a pick line, so I'm on a <laughs> bourbon IV right now and it's lovely <laughs> uh, I've got one of those little, oh little buttons gosh. like they give you with morphine yeah yeah to try and keep myself from like ODing it's it's awesome it's oh, great my gosh. oh it's I, it's the only way to fly sir really no I, well I, I agree I agree I mean this well, but, this this is a this is a piece of work <laughs> yes uh, but in all seriousness, uh, this uh, what I'll be drinking tonight is one of my finds from the good state of Kentucky, and this is a bit of a uh, a bit of a a, no, a, no, a rarity, I guess you could say. It's called Old Tub, and it is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, and it is distilled and bottled by a Jim Beam Distilling Company. Now, the the funny part of this is apparently Old Tub kind of has some history, and it was one of the first bottled, uh, one of the first bourbons that you get bottled or something like that. And uh, I thought you were going to say one of the first bourbons made in a tub. Yeah, well, <laughs> it probably was honestly, <laughs> and I'm going to guess that nobody washed the tub before. I'm just going <laughs> to go out on a limb. Go out on a limb there. <laughs> Oh, good lord. There'd be a, there'd be a certain aftertaste. Like, <laughs> is that? Ah, Irish Spring. Is that, is that? Is that last week's socks that were washed, or is that Uncle Billy? I can't tell. <laughs> Who used the tub last? Oh. So, so uh, but it is, it, it's kind of a limited thing now. It's bottled in bond, unfiltered for more robust flavor, and uh, it is uh, 100 proof. So it is nice. It's, uh, nice. It's, it's pretty smooth. However, I am drinking it on the rocks. Uh, I feel it kind of mellows it out 
in a very satisfying way. And also because it's going to be about 115 degrees down here in the office <laughs> yet again. I had to, I had to go ch- change change wardrobe to put on shorts. I'll be like, I'll be shirtless by the time this thing is done. I'll just be sweating bullets. It'll oh be gosh. amazing. So I have to ask: is is this yes. a is this a bootlegging special? Yes, it is a bootlegging special. Oh! Yes, it is. Very nice. Made smoke yes. proud. Bandit one, bandit two, bandit Band- together again. So we're gonna we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna do a commentary track a little bit later on. However, I think we we'll add a little new segment here, and we're gonna do a little thing here called the Week in Geek. And we just kind of feel there's a few things that that happen each week when we record, not quite worthy of an entire episode, yes. but things that we just want to you know bring to your attention because you know what we're all about bringing you pertinent information even though it's going to be about a week and a half to two weeks old by the time you actually listen to us talk about it so actually more than anything we're reminding you of something that just happened not that Mm -hmm. long ago Mm -hmm. you're welcome for this useful service so this week's week in geek for uh, the people yes thank you mario bain for the people uh the i don't even know what that was so First item, of course, is 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 uh, rather sad. Uh, we lost a a titan of the movie industry, Wilford Brimley, ladies and gentlemen, passed away at the age of eighty five. Star of Cocoon, The Natural, and my personal favorite, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins, which to me is an all time classic, and that's why, quite honestly, I am going nowhere in life. So. <laughs> Oh, the gosh. funny thing is, I'm pretty sure if I'm if I'm not if I'm not incorrect, Wilford Brimley was like our age when he when he uh, when he recorded when he made Cocoon, and he was playing a guy who was like 60, and I legit he like, was he was like in his mid 40s. Oh my gosh! I mean, they saved a ton <laughs> of money on makeup right there. I I. I said to my wife last night, I'm like, when I saw how old he was, I'm like, I thought he was 85 back in 89. <laughs> I know. When when they when he when I heard that he passed away, I'm like, he must have been 153. I know. <laughs> like the Methuselah of Hollywood. Yes. And yes. As it turns out, no, he's just look. He hit a certain age, wow. and that's where he just stopped, kind of looking older. Interesting. So, but but in all seriousness, uh, yeah. rest in peace, Mr. Brimley. I remember. I can't. I I wish I had been more prepared. I did not look up whatever the TV series that he was on, way back in the day, and he was like the grandfather. I think it was called Our House because I I remember watching. Yes, it. like that. That's where I got <clears throat> the most Wilford Brimley out of out of entertainment was was from that show. Um, yep, that, that was a show we watched as a family back in the day. Mm-hmm. That and was a then, staple of my TV watching as well. Yes, and uh, and then of course the uh, Quaker Oats commercials. Uh, oh well, yeah, where, where he was the the uh, bannerman for that, and uh, and then after that he just kind of I don't know fell off at least my radar. I mean, didn't mean he wasn't doing you know significant stuff, but it just well, you, wasn't. you can't forget about the diabetes commercials that he the, the, <laughs> yes. the diabetes commercials that he did. Yes. Which memified Wilford for forever, mm-hmm. uh, which you know is neither here nor there. It seemed like he had a he had a really good sense of humor, so I'm sure that he got a bit of a kick out of that. Uh, so the other item that we have here in our week in geek, and maybe you want to talk about this one because you you actually specifically added this one. Yeah. So uh, with the sad comes comes a bit of uh, the 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 joy, and that is uh, it was yes. announced. Bill and Ted Face the Music, which was supposed to come out uh, as uh, among other films uh, this summer, 
was going to uh, basically premiere on video on demand uh, September 1st. I don't know what that exactly means, like what streaming services or if mm-hmm. it's just video on demand through some local provider, but uh, they are taking it directly to the people. Excellent! And uh, from what I uh, could understand from one uh, Sir Kevin Smith, uh, he ah, spoke yes. He spoke rather positively after, uh, I, I think he's seen a, an early preview of it, and uh, just he, he had, I think, the cast on, on his, I, I don't know what show it was, it was a Facebook, it was a clip I kind of found on Facebook and then kind of watched for a little bit, but uh uh, no, just just spoke very highly of it. Uh, said there was a lot of heart, a lot of a lot of good good feels to it, and and just a, a movie that we are sorely in need of, given everything going on right now. So yes, I, I you know when as I said to you before the show starts, when 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 Kevin Smith uh, you know gushes about a movie, he he uh, he he does not gush lightly. So. No, um, he does not. You know, it, there's usually meaning. You know, usually means it's it's a good it's a it's a good flick. So. Uh, I, I'm excited because it's a throwback to you know our time, um, you know when I was in high school, and 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 this was just one of those diamond in the rough kind of movies that just hit your funny bone, and uh, and I'll talk more about it later, but because um, that'll be my end. Another thing, early preview there. Um, oh, spoilers. But uh, no, just 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 a fun story to kind of revisit. I mean, you know, probably going to be goofy and foolish and 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 fun, but you know. I, I think a little levity is needed right now, so I oh, am looking God. forward to that. We need to clutch on to every little laugh that we can get right now. Uh-huh. It's 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 rough. It's rough, mm. which is why we're actually doing what we're doing this evening, which kind of brings it all back around, because you're oh, yeah. good like that. You bring us right back around to the point. You lead us right into the next point. So we're going to, we're going to do this uh, commentary track, and you can watch the movie with us jabbering about it and we encourage you to talk back to the movie and to us as we're doing it because quite honestly i mean this movie deserves that level of insanity anyways i started watching it last night after uh, a bit after you did because because of course as as good hosts we 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 prepared we have uh notes we we have theses we have a bunch of things going on here and I just started texting up a storm with you because I really forgot how much of a gem this movie is. So, oh. and I mean, quite honestly, I, I'm the, I'm the one who suggested this, and I've, I've I'm telling you right now, I'm scared. I'm scared. I will quote <laughs> Bubba Ray Dudley when he spoketh of Paul Heyman in the ECW documentary: "You, my friend, are a diabolical genius." <laughs> oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Somebody hold me. Oh, my gosh. So uh, at the moment that we are recording this, this is available on Amazon Prime for streaming. So, Or it's available on Amazon. You can find it, I suppose, on whatever streaming service if you want to rent it. But uh, we're cheap, so so we're going with it because it's, it's for free. And yeah. uh, so what we're going to do here is we are going to start uh, at zero, at all zeros. And then we are going to do a countdown, three, two, one. And then we'll click play. And if you want to follow along, feel free to do so. Now, the funny part about this movie is, I mean, this is where you're a diabolical genius. But go ahead, we're going to make fun of this movie a lot, okay? We're because it it deserves it. I would say this movie was a career killer. However, yes, it's it's amazing what has happened. But I mean, just take I mean, but look at this. You could say it was a career killer because it was so bad, but Hulk Hogan was also the star of Thunder in Paradise, Suburban Commando, one of my favorites, Santa with Muscles, 
which sounds creepy as hell, Mr. <laughs> Nanny, and Assault on Devil's Island, which co-starred, by the way, a clearly looking for cash Carl Weathers. They all hate you. And, ah. and Cinemax superstar Shannon Tweed. <laughs> and that's before we even get to 1998's Halloween Havoc against The Ultimate Warrior. Oh, so my gosh. The fact is, this might actually be the best acting that Hulk Hogan has ever done. Right well, out the box. And, and and that could be the amount of time he spends actually acting is quite small. So, Well, yes. <laughs> the other thing is, what's remarkable about this movie is, as you were pointing out beforehand, the actor who plays Randy, his brother, uh, Mark Pellegrino. Yes. Yeah has gone on to be a very successful actor. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the director, who I was expected to see this one directorial credit, and then, he, then just seeing like his par- in his bio, he was never heard from again. Thomas J. Wright has had a very successful career. Dude's still working, has, has worked extensively in television. Mm. And uh, he is, he's done a lot of series. Like, uh, well, the funny thing is, so he, the stuff that he pops up for known for he was the second unit director on howard the duck he was the second unit director on beverly hills cop and he was a director on alias however he's also most recently he's done 18 episodes directed 18 episodes of supernatural 44 episodes of ncis good lord that's a lot a lot of ncis he might have seen more NCIS than any other person in America, quite honestly. Uh, and then, you know, had a Grey's Anatomy episode. And, uh, I mean, yeah, dude's, dude's been working pretty and, well. And, and we're, we're talking about Mark Pellegrino, right? Uh, no, I was talking about Thomas J. Wright, oh, the director. Oh, okay. Because I was going to talk about done well Lost, too. Lost with him, but go ahead. Yeah. And then, and then of course, you have, you know, uh, how do they have him built here? Uh, Tommy Tiny Lister. Uh-huh. Who, I mean, he got to play Zeus. He got to play the what was it the president of of the of Earth or whatever it was in in the Fifth Element uh, President Lindbergh uh, yeah and yep. and he was Debo in Friday. Damn! That's a career right mm-hmm. there. You could just call it quits and and just be it's done. But then of course he also played the tattooed prisoner in the Dark Knight who goes and he throws the the detonator out the window. Yep. On the on the ferry. Oh right right right. Uh, th- th- that's just that's icing on the cake. I mean, good lord! When you when you get to be president of the world, Debo and Zeus, mm-hmm. psh, you've won at life. You have. Y- you've won at life. That's just my contention. I mean, you know, f- folks spend a career trying to make a name for himself, and and he he kind of nailed it in a couple of roles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, I would, I would have retired. Honestly, I would have sat back on my laurels. Oh, man. But that's me. And then, of course, uh, your man, uh, Mark Pellegrino. Uh, you were saying he was in Lost and yeah, he, a bunch he of other played stuff a big. Too. Well, so he he also plays in Supernatural. He plays Lucifer, um, and has been playing that since I think very early in the series. And uh, he was also uh, Jacob on Lost, which was. Kind of an ethereal character who was, you know, you heard the name spoken for a few seasons, and then he finally, you know, appeared in in uh, the I think it was the season four, yeah, season four season finale, um, and and ended up having kind of a big uh, impact on the series toward the end. And he was just, you know, just a f- phenomenal actor. So when I saw him in 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 this gem, I'll use that term. Um, <laughs> Remember, I, it's a family show. I did. I said gem. Uh, and it was neat. 
Um, but oh. I, uh, yeah, I, I was like, wow. Uh, he, he stands as an example of, of someone who, you know, early in your career, you take the roles you can take and, um, you make uh, chicken salad out of chicken, you know what? So, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause you would normally think the stench of a movie like this would follow you for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, but uh, many, many people have risen above, no holds barred. Yes. Which is awesome. Yes. Which is good for, good for them. Good for them. All right. Well, I think that it's about time for us to kick into this bad boy. Are you ready, sir? I am ready. All right. Well, for all the folks out there, uh, we are going to start a countdown. So if you, if you haven't got it queued up yet, queue it up, and we'll do this in three. T- uh, hang on a second here. I've got to make sure I'm on the right side. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> We're off to a great start. We couldn't even get past three. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's 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 never mind. There was so many comments I could have made there and I'm just Oh gonna, gosh. I'm gonna save them for the movie. Okay. All right, so here we go. Three, two, one, play. And, and we, we are off. Ooh, spent a couple bucks on this RLJ Entertainment there logo. We go. These are all these are all definitely things that happened after the initial release. Yes. They, they 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 look like they've been better produced than the movie was. <laughs> oh, and this doesn't take much. I mean, oh my gosh, I, is this available on Blu-ray? Is this the 4K transfer? I want to make sure I'm seeing this in the highest quality possible. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, what I love is the fact that that so apparently when they did the first script for this, Vince and and Hogan were not happy with it. Really? Or, yeah, and so they. <laughs> The rumor is that they checked into a hotel in Florida and they stayed up for 72 hours rewriting the script together. So, I mean, when you think about the amount of steroids and cocaine that was probably involved in the writing of this, (laughs) this is the best they came up with. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Joan Severance. Oh, my gosh. Hey, let's not forget about, you know, we didn't talk about Kurt Fuller. He he was kind of like the go-to guy to play, you know, over-the-top hammy villains in the 80s, you know? Well, and the funny thing is, like, this is the year, the same year that Ghostbusters 2 came out, and he was the bad guy there. Oh, that's right. And, you know, equally as obnoxious. Yeah, and the best part is he basically cribbed his entire persona from Bill Murray's uh, Frank Cross persona in Scrooged, which was the year before. Oh, and here we go. Here, here he is. And here we start with the with the just shameless use of slow mo to try and pad the runtime of this oh, yeah. movie, just trying to get it to ninety minutes, man. I like how he's basically dressed like the Hulkster, just with blue and oh, white. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and even better is the fact that this is this apparently was uh, taped at the Providence YMCA because I guess the Worcester Centrum was booked or something because this arena is wicked small. This is like a ho- this is like a small like real small hockey arena. It really does look that way. Holy moly! Uh, they, I mean, they did not want to spend any money on rentals. Oh, and even better, I love the. All right. Oh, yeah, the this is the part I love is Mean Gene doing like the the thirty second like story overview of these guys. Oh yeah, but you know what? I give them some credit. Like they they managed to do some efficient storytelling here. You know, this is about as much character depth as we get out of this character in the entirety of the movie. This is, is all from Mean Gene. This is it. They after that they were like, all right, good. Everybody knows exactly who he is. Ah, here we go. Jake Bullet, the also, love child of. The love child of Mike Awesome and Mike Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> and what I love, so this is Bill Eady who plays, uh, 
who is Axe from Demolition, and I love how he went from the slick back hair to the hair just like he he had the Doc Brown done to his hair, just yeah. all straight up. <laughs> yep, and the, Marty! and the and the trunks like pulled up like halfway to his nipples. Oh I my mean, god, like old man levels. And and even better than that is oh see look at those empty seats. This was like a it's like a WCW Thunder taping. Hey, oh isn't that Jimmy Snuka's hand signal? You know, oh, what? oh wait a minute, no, not is. quite, because he bends the index finger. That's all the difference right there is the the bent index finger. Oh yeah. Sweet oh wait, there's Moses. Look at that, a hip toss. It's like an actual wrestling move. The big elbow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are we are engaging uh, a kayfabe factor eight and going <laughs> straight ahead. Set your controls for the center of the sun. There's Mr. Sulu, full impulse power. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, and here we, here's, uh, here's here's your man Fuller. There's Fuller, Kurt Fuller. And look at him! Look at him! He's he's totally rooting for the. Oh, what's going on with? What is it with like the the eye shadow? Well, I, I'm I'm guessing he got done playing axe and just took off the garb and like left a little bit over the <laughs> eyes. Yeah, spike spike the hair up. He's Vince was like, Bill, get out there right now. Yeah, spike the hair up. Just left the eye shadow on. Said, here we go, baby. Oh, that wasn't even Spike. That's like teased up. There's, oh there's some gosh. Aquanet there. That he, is. He kind of oh looks gosh. like. Um, oh gosh, what's that Christmas show? Um, you know who he looks like? He looks he like looked, Gary Glitter. Heat Miser. That's what he looks oh, like. Remember yes. the Heat Miser? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what that hair looks like. Oh my gosh! Wow. Oh yeah, and here we go. Get ready for plenty of this throughout the entire movie. Yeah, just random grunting and and puffing of cheeks. I don't think I don't think Hogan actually utters a line of dialogue for about thirty minutes. No, <laughs> I think it's well, all and, just. And apparently, the only direction they gave for like wrestlers and tough guys was if you walk with your arms out. Yes. And just like yeah. really immobile, that makes you look. It makes you look big, almost like a cat trying to like hunch its back or something. Oh my gosh! Oh, all right, there's the there's, there's the patented big boot. Yeah, but then here comes here comes the finisher as we give the rip'em sign like 80 times. And that's it. How many the people have been put away by a double axe handle? No one. <laughs> well, well, keep in mind it's is he referred to it as a double axe hammer. Ah, yes. And and Jesse was selling that whole idea of like him being in the sleeper like no one's ever escaped a sleeper, which yeah. even back in 1989 was complete BS. Yes. Oh wait, wait. Who's that? Who's that dude there? The the guy with the I forgot to get his name. Uh, with the glasses. Yes. Uh, that would be David Paymer. Yeah, he, he's, he's another one that went on to great things. He always played kind of the stooge character, but mm-hmm. he was uh, always entertaining. Yeah, he was in Get Shorty as as a weasel, and then he was in a he was in Oceans thirteen, right? As like the guest that kept on they kept on doing stuff too. Yes, that was hysterical. Oh my gosh, that was hysterical. Yeah. I mean, I think the worst the worst part of this is like in a cheesy movie. The cheesiest thing is that at the number of times that Hogan looks at the camera and gives that rip sync like oh sign or whatever that is. Oh, hey, the Fink. Ugh. Oh, well, I mean, everybody. Because well, the fact is, Vince is like, "How can I do this on the cheap?" All right, well, Finkel, you you're working OT today. <laughs> And don't look for anything extra in the payout. You know, I I, I got to wonder how they gave the crowd direction. It's like, look, he's going to come out. We want you to do the Jimmy Snooker sign, but bend your index finger, darn it. 
It's like oh, the most unnatural <laughs> hand oh, signal. Yeah. It's the strangest thing. What I mean, I can't even. I can't even. I'm trying to do this right now. I mean, what does it even mean? Is that like? Is I that have like, no idea. I wonder if that's sign language. Maybe. I also um, remember when I first saw this, thinking because um, at the time they had always kept the the heavyweight championship as you know a black you know belt yeah. with with the with the gold on it, mm-hmm. and this was the first time I had seen it a different color. It was it was quite alarming, but the under uh, the uh, not Undertaker, the Ultimate Warrior would go on to make that kind of the staple for him, where you had different color straps, which was uh, oh I think yeah, an enhancement to the championship. Well, and then then they started just now they they customize the belt to every champion, which I think is lame, especially when they did that with like a what was it the fiend? Yes, I thought it was I thought it was more bizarre for him to just be parading around with the with the belt without any kind of modifications because yeah. it was just obviously didn't care about it. I don't mind and, the and, side plates changing, are, but and but, here we yeah. are like seven eight minutes into the movie and we've completely stopped this. We've just disregarded <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Well, you know, the evil villain is now plotting. Yeah. Oh, and, and here we go. We stand up. We're going to... And we're going to... Oh, look at the size of those earrings. Good Lord. I love oh. how the, the, the whole... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Th- oh. What? And she treats that like that is the worst insult ever. <laughs> Just when I was watching that, I was like, really? Uh, That's... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, what I was going to say is I, I love how the whole plot is like hinged on on networks and ratings, you know, like like that's yes. that, that's the big selling point. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like it's like every Superman movie when they have Lex Luthor. It's like it's always real estate. Yes. It's, yes. it's always a real estate scam that he's trying, you know. And then this guy. He does a pretty good job of being Stooge number two. He actually does. He he was he was pretty good. I think he should have gotten some more roles after this. He he kind of. I thought he was a different actor, and then he kind of disappeared. Interesting. Oh my gosh. I love this. Contracts are nothing but words. Ripped right from Vince wait, McMahon's wait, contract wait. negotiations. I love this. His word is his bond. This this is what they talk about in board meetings. This is what I was yeah. waiting for. But but Rip's word is his bond. It's like, oh, well, well clearly <laughs> we have nothing yeah. to work with now. <laughs> Meeting adjourned. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, wait. Is this where we get... Is this is where this, we get the first? Is this kind of like a little bit of uh, Vince coming out here? <laughs> oh, a lot. <laughs> I will be number one. Now, now did he already do... He already, hey, that's he a million-dollar man's line. Yeah. Didn't he already say jockass in there once? Because that, that I, makes appearance yeah, like that, every that, scene. That was, that's a fantastic phrase. And right here we have the, uh, the, the front of Titan Towers. Is that what that is? That was I've I actually visited Titan Towers. No kidding. Yeah, we were in college driving back from New York for a cuz for spring break this is how lame we were. Other other college kids go to like warm climates. We went to New York and we stayed in New Jersey so we could drive so we could take the bus across to New York. That mm-hmm. was our spring break. And then driving back we decided to stop in Stanford, Connecticut and 
we didn't actually go into Titan Towers. We just we all stood in front of Titan Towers and took a picture while the secretary or the the the, the person who was sitting at the desk out there was wondering who the heck we were and what we were doing. It was great. Nice. Oh boy. So now we have the villain meeting the hero. Yes. The with evil the mastermind Stooges, trying to woo him. What's going side. on with those boots, dude? What is going on with those? They almost look like high heels with like with like spats on them. I don't think he's spoken a word yet. No. And the funny part is look at look at look at Prel uh was it Prel or Brell? Uh Fuller. Brell, I think. His pocket square game is horrible. <laughs> look at look at that thing. It's like almost falling out. I mean, I wouldn't sign. Look at look at how oh messy gosh. that is. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't sign with this guy. Like, dude, you can't even manage a handkerchief. Looks like you shoved a roll of toilet paper in there. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I mean, you got to save money on these movies. Oh, Ooh, blank here we check. Go. Here we go. That always ends well. Yep. Rip looks convinced. Oh, yeah. He's like, yep. My word is no longer my bond. <laughs> I just love that line. <laughs> oh, that's some good acting right there. I'm leaving, Mr. Brell. Yeah. Oh, and here go the wide eyes. Ah, I believe that's jockass number two. I wonder if there was a doctor on on set to just take Kurt Fuller's blood pressure because I mean he seems to go to kind of that like oh crazy zone where you know heart rate is probably you know <laughs> up in the one fifty sixty range. Jeez. Well, I mean, think of it this way: like you're in a, you're in a wrestling movie, you've got to stand out somehow, and the only way you do that is cranking up the volume. Yeah, yeah. This part actually was kind of amusing. This back and forth. I actually did appreciate this part. This is just so funny. <laughs> Here we go. I'm thinking the director at this point said, "We want to. What we want is oh, wait. wait, wait. This is now. This is this is the wor one of the worst parts of the movie. Yeah, there and it flash is. Flash that rip sign as you're going out of the boardroom. There it is. What the crap? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I, oh, yeah. I I think the director told him when when he when he had that interchange with with uh, Brell there is is we want to cross between you know quiet rage and bulldog. <laughs> and, yes. and and Hogan nailed it. <laughs> Grunting and oh my gosh. We want you to look like a constipated mastiff. Can you do that? <laughs> oh, Rip thinks he's going the wrong way. Oh, oh boy! Oh, now he's got the divider. Oh boy! This There's is like, absolutely no way he can get out of this. This is like Knight Rider level stuff here going on here. Oh, eh, not really. This oh, is, I'm just saying the the car. This with, is this is Street Hawk. Oh, oh, oh thank you. Yes, <laughs> this is this is the lesser of the. Okay, Knight now Rider. At, at this point, as I'm watching last night, did you not think that this music sounded like something right out of the intro and outro of primetime wrestling? Oh, totally. This is like total synthesizer saxophone. When I started it's hearing this, I had flashbacks to Gorilla Monsoon welcoming me back to primetime wrestling. Yes. <laughs> it's either that or it's like, actually, they might have borrowed this from one of Joan Severance's movies. Because oh, Joan Severance, who has not made an appearance yet, she'll be coming up soon. But oh my gosh, another one of those people who all you did was you took like illicit or like... Uh, 
you know, anything vaguely sexual and pair it with another word, and that's a movie title. And they're like, yes. And what I actually love beer. in this is number one, the fact you're working on your second beer already. Yeah. But 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 also fifteen Hogan minutes is, in. Hogan is bumping more for this limo than he has for anybody <laughs> has ever wrestled against. Ah, hey oh. He's he is working this. Oh and oh my oh yeah, here's the tough guys. We've, like, like did, did they go to the RoboCop set? Remember at the end of RoboCop when he's in the industrial yes. park? It's like, that's what this this whole place reminds me. Oh, oh, here he goes. He's oh, grunting I, oh, again. Oh, this is awesome. More grunting. Ah, he explodes. Yeah. There it is. And here's oh. the cheesy 80s music. Now, you see, the thing is here, I will actually give them a little bit of credit here. Because this fight scene actually goes on for quite a ways. Yeah. And, and there's so many fight scenes where you see people just getting knocked out with, like, one punch or something. So, oh, oh no. Now you've really made him mad. Uh-oh. He, but fell, he, I mean, he fell on his stomach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these, these guys at least come back around for, like, one or two shots each. So, I mean, it's, it's a little more realistic. I mean, now a very little. Yeah. For one second, I thought that was the magnificent Morocco on the left there when he grabbed the guys because Morocco had that curly hair. That had, would have actually that been that would have been awesome if we'd if we'd gotten some like wrestlers in here. But I know they were going for the whole like oh no wrestlers it's real sort yes. of thing. Oh so yeah, they didn't want to use any of them. But that would have been awesome. Still grunting. I think he's oh, had, yeah. I think he's uttered all of two lines at this point. Uh, no, I think we're up to five. Five, okay. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, one guy he just laid out, like, why was he so sweaty? Was he just, like, coming out of a pool or something? I mean, the guy looked like he'd gone, like, 15 rounds already. Well, he's scared. Well. I mean, he's dealing with Rip. Uh, that is true. He is dealing with a man, the man they call Rip. Yeah, no last name, by the way. No uh, last name is uh, just Rip. Well, according to Wikipedia, it is uh, Thomas is the last name. Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm glad Which we solved that mystery. I guess is better than Johnson, you know, Rip Johnson. <laughs> yeah, that would have totally been a Vince move. Oh, boy. Here we oh, go. Oh, and go. Here, here is the scene to end all scenes. Oh, this is wretched. What did, Now, what is he doing here? Again, bulldog. Here we go. Like, he's he's channeling a dog. Oh my god. This is so hard to watch. And and just And oh. that's it. Move on. I, Next I scene. gotta admit, when I was watching this to, to kinda to get up to get up on this movie, I had to pause after that. Oh my god. And I love the fact that apparently he's come right from his, his valiant escape right to the board meeting. Yes, and he's not oh. uh, sweating at all. No. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, Miss Joan Severance. Uh huh. There she is. And and is it her name? Is her name Samantha and more? Yes. Uh, Which so we I, know I don't know why they felt the need to throw that in. I mean, oh, you got to James Bond this up a little bit. I mean, somewhere between Rip and Samantha and more lies the answer. Uh, I'm fair. I'm frightened of what that answer is. But oh my gosh, what a weird career she's had. Like Joan Severance is as she, I mean, mostly softcore, uh, adult-ish movies. Okay. But however, she's she's had some parts in like actual flicks. Like she was in a, a Bird on a Wire, the the Goldie Hawn Mel Gibson flick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was in uh, she was in a uh, a Richard Pryor Gene Wilder flick. Okay. 
and then uh, oh yeah, see no evil, hear no evil. Okay. But then after that, yeah, it's pretty much just like. Hmm. Um, okay, so you're willing to take your clothes off on camera. Sweet. Have we got parts for you? And so this is one of her legit flicks, I guess. Interesting. I This this part's funny because the back and forth is really bad, and then she basically asks him out in, fr- in the middle of the meeting, which, you know. Yes. Of all the years I've been working, that's never happened. <laughs> and if it did, yeah. it would be wildly inappropriate. <laughs> yes. But, of course, this was 1989. Oh, my gosh. Apparently, you know, sexual harassment did not exist in 1989. Apparently. And here we go. And there we go. And Rip is flummoxed. Oh, dressy. Oh, dressy. Now he can't wear the the bandana. Forget that. Oh, my gosh. So instead of the bandana, oh, and look, we're in a classy joint. Is it just me, or did this remind you of, like, the, the restaurant from Major League? Yes, it did. Yes. Okay. And then, of course, oh, and here we have Hogan dressing in the Miami Vice collection. Yes, there it is. All white. Joan, Joan looking, you know, very Not a hint of blue. No, no. (laughs) Nor yellow or red. You know, it's funny. When I I first started to watch wrestling, I remember my my dad telling me, and, and this was probably true back in the old days, is that the good guy always wore like, you know, white or light colors and, and, and the villain was always wearing the dark trunks. You know, mm-hmm. he was always wearing the black or something like that. And when I see this stuff, it always makes me laugh because I'm like, oh, yeah, even here, the hero still wears the white, you know. And so what we the have the is... obnoxious French Mater D. Oh, of course, because that just has to happen. Who talks very nicely to her and talks yeah. like a... Rude individual to poor Rip. Yes, but Rip is a is a sophisticated man. He is. He has he, a plan. He's a Renaissance Much man, like really. the Cylons did. Oh, there we go. BSG. <laughs> so you're trying to tell me that Hulk Hogan's a Cylon? <laughs> well, the acting job is rather robotic. Hi-yo. Oh, I'm so confused. So confused. Todd is like, what? What dimension am I in? <laughs> I looked away from the screen for one minute. Now what? What the hell? <laughs> oh my gosh! So I just want uh, to point out we are now twenty minutes into this story. I don't know a thing about Rip other than what the little bit that Mean Gene shared about. I think their their parents dying at a young age or something like that when the boys were young or something like that. And Rip taking Randy under his wing and yeah. raising them all by him lonesome. Yeah, that's that's because uh, that, again, this is a this is essentially a wrestling angle that has been dragged out to feature length. That's uh-huh. all you need to know. Mm-hmm. The problem is normally within those constraints, you only have to see the dude once a week on TV for about ten minutes, and you and you at least get a match. But there's only like two or three matches. There's only two matches in this movie. Yes, and then you have to watch this guy the whole time. Oh, we got to see this dude's neck fat shake. That's awesome. <laughs> That's cinematography right there. So, so, so we've now transitioned scenes, but Rip really did show her, didn't he? When the chef and everyone oh. came out, and he's like, "Oh, wee wee, my mother da," you know. And then it's like, "Oh, okay, so he knows the chef, isn't he? A smart guy." Well, oh my hey, gosh. you know what? He's classy. For this movie, that counts as like a very big, you know, dramatic scene. Character development. Yeah, because I mean, right there, we just saw that dude's ass crack. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I. D- you 
could have put I'm glad you noticed the details. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> I didn't notice that last night, but dear God, that was like right in the center of the frame that time. Stood out to you, did it? <laughs> oh, just, just a little bit. Oh, I mean, my gosh. I mean, the camera panned by, and you heard the echo come out of it from the sound. So so just, just for those keeping score at home, so the big villain, network executive, he wants higher ratings. So where does he go to some hole-in-the-wall bar for looking yeah. for inspiration for his next magical and wonderful ratings-grabbing sort of show? And the, the like, oh, boy, here we go. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, because... It, it, we're going to use the police academy gimmick and yeah. and this oh my gosh the waitress like we need a gimmick for the waitress and yes. this is a total vince move like you know what she's just going to keep on like sucking in her snot through her sinuses everyone's got to have a gimmick that's a legit gimmick for her perfect oh my gosh oh my god yeah oh my it's like the third or fourth time she's done that a very dry martini Oh my gosh. There we go. Number four. Yep. Now, you know, the, the guy standing behind them. Yes. Uh, oh, crap. I had his name and then I lost it. Now, did you know that apparently the dude who's in the cage above them? Ah, Stan Hansen. They thought, they thought that was a, a, a very young Peter Dinklage. Really? But it is not. It ah. is not. It's some other dude entirely. Okay. The name I was but looking I, for was Stan Hansen. He he was uh, a very, you know, very popular wrestler back in the eighties. Uh, I think he spent a oh, lot of yeah. time in Japan. Yeah, um, uh, he was in Mick Foley's biography, wasn't yes, he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one who who made the lariat kind of his his finisher. Uh, yeah, there he is and again with the orthopedic shoes. Uh huh. Yeah, there he is. Which actually explains why he's one of the better actors in the movie, is he's living his gimmick right he, now. He is, and 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 he's he's loving every minute of it. You you can just see it. Yeah, there it is. Spit that jaw oh. on the shoes. Good sweet mama, and of course, and more and more nose picking, more nose picking because the waitress picked her nose, and had sinus problems. Gotta have a lot of uh, disgusting bodily stuff going on. Good lord. Uh, you know what? This movie really does explain just what goes on inside Vince's mind. It really does. <laughs> it really. It so helps to Are you saying his so mind is the dive bar? <laughs> I'm just saying that Vince has never met kind of this like pseudo disgusting like sort of gimmick that he doesn't like. I tried looking up. So this guy that just celebrated, I tried to look up his name because I thought that was Mad Dog Vashon. But I, I, it's not. That's not his name. So I, I don't know who that guy is, because he he was a big wrestler back in the day. I'm trying to find, yeah. But the uh, there he goes. There goes Stan. Let's see if he shows him the lariat. And again, no. we've we've. We've got the little guy up in the cage because, again, Vince probably thinks that's hilarious. Of course. Oh, there's like the that's, that's quasi-lariat going on there. Well, yeah. Stan working him over. Isn't he also the guy that, that Mick Foley was like, he, he couldn't see without his glasses, so he had no idea where he'd be hitting you with that? Basically. <laughs> that's got to be awesome. Man, he's, uh, 
This this bar is rowdy. Oh yeah. And all this network executive thinks Kurt Fuller. All he's thinking is ratings, baby. Ratings. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna make millions off this guy who chews cha and spits on my shoes. Yeah. I mean, oh, really here we go. Here we go. Yeah, he's he does something there, and I don't know what exactly he did with his fingers to open the keg, but there we have it. Yes, because kegs are sealed with like a a, a masking tape. <laughs> so- <laughs> Sort of patch, like a little aluminum seal or something like that. Yeah. It's like it's, you know what? Same, what he just did is what we did when we played. Remember when we played like minor league baseball and they would bring those juice drinks with the little aluminum top to it and you just poke a hole. Oh and, yeah, like the teeny drinks. That's what he did. That's what yeah. that was right there. Stan Hansen. There he goes. Oh, and here we go. Oh, wonderful. They both ask permission to use the restroom in the dive bar. So this is going to go over well. Yeah, and here we and we, oh, here we, we get man. like a a full-on scene in the bathroom because, again, we are in the depths of, of Vince McMahon's ego, like id right now. We are, yeah. we are deep into his subconscious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, Stooge the fact one is- and Stooge two. Good lord. Yeah. This is, oh. They're they're everywhere. They're in a dive bar. Who else? Oh, good lord. (laughs) Yeah. Again. Again, we're in Vince's mind. I I hope you brought hand sanitizer. Don't touch anything. That whole don't touch anything line, that applies to being inside Vince's mind as well. Don't touch anything. Have you You noticed, though, that the longest. Oh, the trough. Oh, the trough, yes. You remember? Did you ever get go to Fenway when they used to have the troughs there? Oh yes. Oh, oh that God. was an experience. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Taking a tinkle next to Sully and Murph after they've downed approximately twelve Miller Lights each. Yeah, that was great. Oh yeah. Jeez. I, uh, I I find it funny though that the longest you know scenes of dialogue and of you know kind of storytelling actually happened with the actors and not with Hogan himself. <laughs> Well, well, yeah. <laughs> That's not his field. Uh, no. Yeah. This is. Oh, uh, and the, again, once again, this is just like the most like, <sighs> like Vince just thinking like, this is what it's got to be like. Yeah. This is what we this is spend time. This is what America likes. Spend time storytelling. We're going to. Have and a what a trope this is! Like uh, the people like dissing on uh, in the bathroom and then turning around and then there's the person that they shouldn't be talking about sort of thing. Yeah, like, I was shocked when I saw that. In? Couldn't see that one coming from a mile away. Oh, and the sound effect that just came through there was horrific. I mean, I've got my volume pretty well down, but that was horrible. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, actually, yeah, I think there's on the Stan. door there, I think the door actually said Rush. Did it? Yeah. Pencil Neck Geek. There's a Freddie Blassie reference. Uh-huh. And here we go. And because we can't make this, it, it's not disgusting enough. No. Ah, uh, there we go. A little bathroom humor. Yeah. Not even bathroom humor. Like, this is beyond bathroom humor. Whatever that level is below that. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, my gosh. So there we go. That was like a solid three and a half, four-minute scene in a bathroom. Oh, my gosh. 
This is what they chose to invest in. Bathroom yep. scene over story. T- oh, there we go. Now, finally out of the bathroom. My God. Oh, Took us long thank enough. Goodness. And by the way, World Television Network, like, you think they could have an, a, a battle of the tough guys. I mean, is that really the best they could do? When they I heard three that. days in all that cocaine. They couldn't come when up with When I heard that, battle that. of the tough guys. It's like, that is a crack writing team you have going on right there. Yeah. Now, the, the funny part is, so when they made this, uh, originally, wasn't it supposed to be for theatrical release, and they were going to try and put it out in theaters, and then they realized that nobody wanted to watch it, and so then it got paired up. It was like a, wasn't like No Holds Barred, the movie and the match was I like- I think so, yeah. As yeah. a pay-per-view? Well, no. It, it, uh, well, if, if Wikipedia is accurate, uh, it debuted in theaters uh, behind Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, so- Oh, jeez. Yeah. You know that it was- uh, it was going to do well. <laughs> I wonder what those opening weekend numbers were like. Oh, my gosh. At least they paid for a new sign. That's incredible. Look at this. Now they've they've polished it up a little bit. Ah, it's going to be for TV now. There we go. Brock Chisler. Which is one step below or above Brock Lesnar. So I know. <laughs> Is that actually his real name, Brock Lesnar, or is that a? I think it is. Yes. Is that? That's kind of tragic. And oh uh, yeah, Bulldog. See, I I feel like Rip is a better Bulldog than Bulldog. Yeah. Now that guy is what? Pete Doherty. He used to. He was a, uh, a jobber. That would be featured, uh, not featured, but he would usually be on primetime wrestling. He was always like in at least one match, it seemed like. Oh, there we go. Because we need to bring that joke back. Back to the bathroom humor. And you got to love the fact they have their own tattoo parlor back in the corner. Yes. Yes. Oh, there goes the snort again. Yep. I believe that's number five. In televised sports, welcome from a dive bar to essentially a bar brawl, the most exciting yeah. thing in televised sports. You know, I, I really didn't appreciate just how much how much Fuller brings to this this movie. I, I He really does bring an air of somewhat pseudo-respectability. I mean... He does. I, I mean, very honestly, I feel like that's but, what made him a great movie villain is he, he just... You know, you look at him and he just exudes arrogance. He exudes, you know, attitude. And, uh, you know, he, he just fits that kind of 80s, you know, like like board member, you know, perfectly. You know, same thing oh, in Ghostbusters yeah. too. I mean, he was just that arrogant mm-hmm. jerk, you know, uh, lieutenant mayor or whatever the heck he was in that movie. You know, pulling yeah. his schemes and all that stuff and, you know, getting his comeuppance. I just talked with Vincent LaGuardia last night for an hour and a half, and he's been dead for 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I got to admit, I've, I've, oh, and here we, oh, wait a minute. Hang on, everybody. Now, this is not only. We brought down a door that's slightly smaller than the one they have at NORAD. Yes. This is now not only a, a, oh, yeah, that's good. Thank you there, one-eyed wonder. Um, Yeah guy wearing an eye patch just lifted up the eye patch to reveal he has an eye and was looking at what was coming through the door right now 
But now, surprisingly, I, apparently, I actually heard that was a legit thing for pirates. Like they would actually put a patch over one eye. They would have the eye, and then if they needed went at night, they would lift. They would use that eye because that eye had become so accustomed to seeing darkness all day. Mm. They would have like superior vision. Interesting. Now, right there, that look that 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 Fuller just gave—that's the look that I imagine that McMahon gives, like whenever he sees someone over like six foot four who weighs about three hundred pounds with any kind of muscle definition. Like he just instantly goes into heat. Yes. Like like some sort of like poodle, <laughs> and just <laughs> just starts frothing at the mouth. So what I was gonna say is this isn't just going to be a contest now between down the line here Rip and Zeus, but it's gonna be a contest of who grunts more. Oh my goodness! Like if if so, the thing is like if this was a video game, Zeus would have a a, a ten grappling, a five technical wrestling, and a one hundred screaming ability. Oh yes, oh yes. Like if he were to create a character, that's who he'd be. Yes. What is up with that unibrow? Let him fight. I mean, it's not even like a full unibrow. Like, it's cut short on one side. It's almost like the, the brow just moved over. You know what I mean? Like, they yes. were once separated, yes. and then, it, and then like, it just migrated over to the left, you know? Or maybe it's like a pre, pre-eyebrow, pre almost like a, a like an eyebrow pangea. I love this look right the, here. I love this look. It's like, yeah. why, why do you keep missing me? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh wait, wait, there goes wait, Pete wait. Doherty. Jobbed out again. Here we go. Well, Goodbye. I mean, hey, he's used to it. Oh, more yelling. Oh, end of scene. I just love how all the, this is like always like the dream rich like house. Yes. Was that Tudor sort of or whatever the heck that is with the fake plaster? Oh, wait a minute. We're going to get a little bit of backstory here. Hold on. Yeah. Where is it? Very little. About a sentence oh, and a half. No, it's coming up. Yeah, more screaming. Zeus. Oh, oh, here we go. Stan Hansen's going to throw the... Oh, Lariat didn't work. Bad idea, Stan. Stan's Bad going idea. down now. Yep. He's actually listed in the credits as Neanderthal. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that, was, that was actually the best line in the flick right there. <laughs> That's that's actually how everybody talks about this movie. Hey, weren't you in Holds Bar? Yeah, but I ain't proud of it. <laughs> that's the tagline. I wasn't proud of it. <laughs> I just did it for the money. I was young. They talk about it like posing for Playboy back with like those those photos that come out with all the celebrities. Like I was a young. I didn't know what I was doing. I needed the money. So then I did no holds barred, and oh, then the people who, gosh. and then the actors who pose for Playboy are all like, "Oh, <laughs> they even they look down on them for that." What are we in medieval times here? He's bowing. Oh, yes. there we go. The old hair pull. Yeah, yeah, you did something there, Mister. And again, just shouting incomprehensibly. Like I wonder what would really happen if someone walked into a bar and did that, just yelled constantly. I think the cops would be at the door shortly. My gosh. Not at this bar. <laughs> oh, that's and again, just keep your arms as far apart. Like, never bring them down to your side. Yes. Oh, oh here, we here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So. Well, <laughs> in his own defense, he is winded. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> is he blown up? <laughs> he's he's so gassed right now. He's just done. Oh, and he's staring through the TV. I'm getting some that- Rocky Four vibes here. Oh, they're they're mashing up all the Rocky movies. And did you notice that Rip only has like a 13 inch TV? Yes. <laughs> an astute observation sir well done well done and not even a good 13 inch dv it's like <laughs> he bought it at a yard sale like you know what randy, randy just picked it up off the side of the road and he's like oh isn't that cute randy found a tv <laughs> that is awesome i didn't even notice that in this big house that he owns with all the like awards and, and trophies yeah. and such he's got the 13 inch just nestled in between it all <laughs> And on and on the back of it, it has that old box it used to have for like TV oh videos, so you could switch it over to your Atari. You know, they, they, although maybe it was Nintendo at this point. I feel like this is a WCW board meeting right here. We got a lot of HR complaints. <laughs> they watched, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> well, and that's the part to me that was like this is totally like grabbing the the Bill Murray character from Scrooge because that was his whole thing. Like yeah. that was almost a ripoff of the tone and line from a movie. Uh, from that movie, you know? Oh, jeez, and here we go. So not that I'm keeping accurate time here, but roughly at the 15-minute mark was the last time we really saw Rip in any sort of significant way. I know we just had that little shot of his 13-inch TV at home. But, yeah. But we're, we're now almost 20 minutes, and we haven't seen Hogan really do anything. <laughs> Which, I mean, and he's got honestly, top billing in this movie, top billing. It kind of It's kind of his entire, like, career, like – top billing and he has like a five minute match oh. where he only has like four moves oh someone spent some coin he's he's got the metal bracelets now yep he's got the, he's, the, the oh he's got the scott steiner t- uh like tank top yeah he's got it's it's like the chain mail sort of tank top he's actually got the you know big what z belt buckle this was before the rock now did the brahm bull belt buckle now that i look at this Scott Steiner completely cribbed his Big Papa Pump character from Zeus. Sans the yelling. Sans the yelling. I don't know. No, because uh, Scott Steiner was always, you know, holla. If you, like, he was telling people to holla. He wasn't oh, doing the holla. Okay. So. Gotcha. Oh, there he is, the diabolical villain in his, in his what is he in? His oh, office? His studio? I mean, at the very least, his pocket square is, is, like, doing well now. I mean, good Lord, someone fixed it. There we go. But his shirt is all rumpled. Like, good Lord, doesn't that man own on iron? He's he's this high-powered executive. Oh, and now he dis- and now the television executive discovers the wonders of a video camera. Yes, he's sitting in a room with 15 TVs, and he's deciding to film what's going on. As yes, if he could hit know. a record button somewhere. I know. Holy moly. Yeah. The suspension of disbelief basically requires you to believe that you're not on the same planet as this movie. Oh, my gosh. Watch and learn, boys. Watch and learn. Again, you know what? I feel like Vince was trying to, like, write himself as this character to make him cool. Mm-hmm. That's uh, – uh, and here we go. Hey, the guy's fighting him with, like, a lug wrench. That's that's good. Hey, well, that's his name. Oh, well, there you go. Of course it is. Yeah, you got a lug rip, nut. Zeus and lug wrench. There we go. Yeah, I mean, what the? It, that's like discount Jim Carrey is the uh, is the announcer. I'm not quite sure why they keep cutting to the flames because uh, am I supposed to like? Well, dude, again, you got You've got to pad this sucker out to 90 minutes. Got to be feature length, baby. Hey, at you least Zeus how knows how to be a proper heel. He did the old, you know, threaten to throw a punch at the ref when he holds his hand up in victory. 
Yeah. I wonder if it's, if in some cut of the movie he doesn't like push the guy into the flames, and that's why there was so much smoke around him there. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, and here we go. And once again, in true wrestling fashion, like, oh, well, we haven't seen Rip very, you know, for a while. So now we've got to have this, like, backstage vignette sort of, of thing. That's basically what this feels like. Hey, he's in the blue and white again. There we go. Oh, look at that. Oh, Samantha Enmore. Not just Samantha Moore, but Samantha Enmore. Oh, yeah, because she's Samantha Enmore. Oh, good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate myself just for pointing that out. And there goes Again. Randy. He's done for yep. at least 20 minutes. So Cool. I'm going to go watch Skinamax while Rip's gone. On the 13-inch Anyways. TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I tune in between the channels on the on the cable box, oh, I can kind of see things. <laughs> oh, look at that. Flying on the, uh, on the private jet. Yeah. This I know is, just the spot. This is just amazing. How does a film like this get fun? Oh, that's right. I think Vince funded it, didn't he? Well, yeah. Vincent Hogan produced it. I mean, they didn't even have a distributor until the movie was finished. I guess like uh, it was like New Line or something that agreed to to distribute it, but they wouldn't do it until after the movie was finished. The thing is, I wouldn't say that this like it's not like Hogan was at the apex of his career though. I mean, he was actually kind of beginning the journey toward leaving at some point. Because well, I think he yeah. was in WCW as of like '93. Well, dude, think of the, think of it this way. Think of it this way. Hogan, 1989. All right. So we're talking about Hogan starting to be on decline. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> of course. It, wasn't it like in 2009, the 2012? Robbery. He was he was headlining a, a WrestleMania again. When? I mean, wasn't it like in the 2000s? He was in. He was. He, was uh, at WrestleMania he, he again? did have. He wasn't headlining, but he and The Rock had a had a really good match, like a surprisingly good match. But still, and of course, here's the here's actually the the musical centerpiece of the movie. This is where they spent all of the money for music. Like, you know what we need? I can just picture Vince being like, you know what we need, pal? Hank Williams Jr. That's what we need. And we need the food fight from Animal House. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This really is a mashup of just all the stuff that these two liked about movies. Probably. I mean, seriously, his his primary means of attacking these guys is throwing pies at them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so the movie was produced by Hogan and his boss, Vince McMahon, only to be distributed by New Line Cinema after completion. Wow. How much you want to bet that when it, when this when this fight is done, Hogan's going to be completely like dry? No. Oh, here we go. Oh, wait, here we wait, go. wait, here it is. Where's the rip sign? There it is. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. See, no more sweat. Yeah, he's been toweled off a little bit. Been toweled off. No, he hasn't lost his touch. He threw a pie on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and you know what? Who cares? Do we ever find out who Sadie is? Nope. Or do we hear from her again? Nope. nope. All you need to know is that Rip is a good guy. Oh, look, a cigarette machine in the background. You don't see those very often these days. Oh, and Samantha and Moore is is becoming smitten. smitten. <laughs> There's the word smitten. I love it. I love it. Oh goodness, great! Oh, this is a is, mistake. Oh, this is a mistake. This watching the, this movie is a mistake. <laughs> 
The funny thing is, for a 1980s like hotel room, that actually is somewhat luxurious. Like if you if you went to an, I remember when I would stay at like hotel, motels and stuff with my parents, and we'd go on vacation. Yeah, like if there was yeah. if you if you got the room and it had the little the little table with the two chairs, that was fancy. Yeah. You know, otherwise it was just the two beds, and that was like and like six inches to walk around on either side of them. <laughs> oh my you gosh. Know? And here she is talking to herself in the bathroom. Well, this is supposed to be the playful, romantic, like uh, uh, in- yes. interlude, correct? Oh, here we go. We're we're going to the old uh, the old standby, putting the the line down yes. the middle of the room. Yes, well, Hulk Hogan. Well, you know, because Rip is a good guy. Not now, since Bosom being... Buddies has such a <laughs> yeah now, trope been employed. Being... Rip is being played by Hulk Hogan, who allegedly had an affair with his daughter's best friend. So, I mean, oh, it's a little, it's a, it didn't age well. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Actually, sometimes I was, I meant to ask you, do you think that, uh, that Mankind and Undertaker had to pay like some sort of like gimmick infringement fee for that previous boiler room brawl? Uh, quite possibly. I think, I think that may have been uh, a, a money earner for Zeus, you know, some royalties. Um, well, the heck with him. How about Lug Wrench or Lug oh, or whatever true. that dude was? Yeah, he probably needed the money more. I mean, Debo. Debo's been working pretty steadily. Yeah. Boy, this this playful romantic scene is just crazy. This this is. Uh, you know, he's got the mouthwash. What is he gonna do? Spit oh, in and, his bag? Oh. Yeah, and here we go. We get the, we get the gratuitous Hogan butt shot. <laughs> oh, like I, that was like funny. That he swallowed life. his mouthwash. Oh, good Lord. As he saunters over to turn the yeah. light off. <laughs> he saunters all of like one and a half steps because it's right there. <laughs> he could have reached for where his bag was and reached it. Oh, boy. Uh, and, and exactly, I mean, what's going on? Uh, she oh, she actually, clearly came prepared for a business trip. So, Good Lord, look at that. Look at that blanket. Look at that, like, blanket. That's, like, it's still in most every hotel room. What is the point <laughs> yes. of those blankets? They're the worst thing ever. Oh, oh my gosh. Good Lord. It's, like, it's, it's like here's a, here's a quarter inch of foam that we're going to pretend is a blanket. It's not really. Oh, wait. Here we go. Now we're going to. What's, what's kind of get... telling about this scene is, is, is Joan Severance, you know, Clearly, can show act. Some, so, yes, show some acting chops while Hogan is about as you know thrilled as a cart piece of cardboard at this point. Jesus, Hulk, you're getting outclassed by a Skinamax All Star. Come on, pick it up, Bulldog. We need Bulldog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now, okay, so we, now we might have gotten like a. We actually had a moment. We, we, I mean, it was a bad moment, but it was a moment. But now we're going to go for some cheap laughs. Oh yeah. Now we're going to go for what the uh, heck uh, is going on and, here? Good and this Lord. is Vince taking over. Like, you know what? It'd be great, pal. <laughs> Let me tell you. She's going to think he's well. <laughs> 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 I just, I just picture. I can't help it. I just picture Vince McMahon burying his face in a like a mound of cocaine right in this movie. I don't know why. What the heck is that? Oh, those are his feet. Okay. Yeah. Oh, come on. I just didn't need to. Jeez. Oh, good lord. Don't wait up for me, huh? And 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 but now listen. We actually have a legit saxophone. 
So oh, you know what the, the saxophone money, but... means. <laughs> well. Oh, my God. Oh, Jeez. now she finds it funny. Okay. Ridiculous. And now she's fallen asleep. Okay. Apparently, apparently, Rip has done an hour and a half of calisthenics now, because <laughs> Samantha and Moore has fallen asleep. Of course, he's Rip. How does he stay She's, ripped? He's got to do the calisthenics. Yeah, well, he's, and the thing is, I was kind of disappointed. Like, I was waiting to see the vitamins and the prayers, but no, we just get like the 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 peach G string or whatever <laughs> crap he's got it going on here. Oh, checking on her. From the from the Rip Victoria's Secrets collection. And he went from being. And, yeah, because that's smart to do. <laughs> Go and do an elbow drop onto the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And once again. Oh, you know, the there funny we thing go. is. The funny thing is, this is basically like every match that Hogan has ever had. Like, you basically have to work around what he has. Yes. Yeah. That's it. It's like what? What? Oh, you you oh. got her with that one. Not the old couch Zing. in the lobby, Stinger. Good yeah, Lord. I remember when he used that same line on Hacksaw Jim. <laughs> oh, oh, here's the big reveal. And she's got the headband, so you know she's serious now. Oh, good Lord. Oh. Kurt Fuller. Villain oh, extraordinary. Scenery. Chewing scenery Villain right extraordinary. here. Oh, and oh, now we know he's a really mean guy. Now he looks at his stooges. What are you going to do about it? And they look yeah. away. And, and oh my gosh, and here we go. Because he can't work the door handle, apparently. I mean, the door handle's right there. He's just like gone a Hitchcock scene with him like hitting the door and turning like that. I mean, what the heck? I don't know. I mean, maybe he had Dookie or something. I don't know. I don't maybe know something. That... So weird. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, we go over to Rip's house. Let it go. Let it go. Don't early. Sorry. Wrong movie. Early formings of the Let It Go song. Yeah. It all goes back to No Holds Barred, man. I'm telling you. This is like the this is the cinematic Rosetta Stone. It is. It is. Which means we're all doomed as a race. Um, pretty much. (laughs) The human race is doomed because of Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon. You know what? Sounds about right. Well, she plays Mopey. Oh, and there we go. And then we get the charming chuckle moment. Ha, 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 ha. I know you just got smacked around, but, you know. He, he, he. Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. I know you're going to betray we, me, but that's okay. And then we find out they've been sitting in his vestibule this entire time. Like, how did that happen? And he's got a Julius Caesar statue. Of course he How does. much you want to bet this is Vince's house? Maybe. I would I would bet I would bet money this was Vince's house in eighty nine. They probably had to stiff they, they had to like kick Stephanie off that couch to like because she was doing her homework. <laughs> oh, he's taking some liberties. What's going on here? Oh boy. 
I don't think Rip is such a wholesome person. He, well, you his know, word is his bond. But, <laughs> but he does like to party, you know. Apparently so. And oh, wait a minute! The news is coming over the the thirteen inch. See TV. again, Rocky Four. It's like exactly like you know everything's on the TV. Oh yeah. Oh, there's the thirteen incher. <laughs> hey, JVC, yep. no less either. <laughs> Ooh, I bet he spent about hundred and fifty dollars at service merchandise on that bad boy. Well, the thing is, you can't tell which eye is looking at you. No. Those metal bracelets, and he clangs them together. It's very uh, intimidating. Zeus speaks English. He doesn't well, that's just good. Which puts actually puts him one step ahead of Rip. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Jeez. So we go from this now to apparently this, it's field day at some school. The saddest field day of all. <laughs> My gosh. Are those pantyhose that he's wearing? Close. It looks like it. Aqua colored. Ah, uh, yes. And I like how he's standing there kind of trying to guide. There's a certain irony to a Hogan character guiding young people in, in the ways of Greco-Roman Olympic-style wrestling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's just standing there like, you can do it. Way to go. He's not giving them any actual instruction on what they're doing. You know, like, well, yeah. Because, I mean, he, it's, I mean it's, it's, it's like, not a leg drop or a big boot or a fist. So, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, kid. You just slam him. Did you notice in the previous shot, like Hogan, like just push this one kid, like, like obviously just push him out of the way, like get out of my way, kid. I'm the star. You're in my shot. And uh -oh. oh, we get the slow mo walk. Because we we really we, we really got to earn this hour and thirty. So, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, you got again and again oh. with the arms all the way out to the side. Yep. Like, don't bring them into the side at all. Make yourself look big. I, I love the Z belt buckle. It, it predates the Brahma Bull buckle that uh, The Rock debuted back in 02. Well, and the funny thing is, there's country music stars who saw that and was like, you think that's something? Let me show you something right here, buddy. I got a belt buckle. It's actually a melted-down 1967 Buick Skylark. I don't know if there was Skylarks back then, but see right here, you can see where the tire used to be. Oh, oh stare boy. down. Think, I think Hogan's eyes are still recovering from the helicopter landing. I, I love that is waiting. I, I I totally want him to pull a Judge Smales. Well, <laughs> we're waiting. Followed up by, time to get the old Billy Baru. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, One of the best lines ever uttered. I love it. Oh, Billy, 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 Billy. <laughs> oh, Billy, 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 Billy. I love how he just declares Zeus the winner in front of this crowd. We're at some like elementary school field day, and this is where yeah. we decide to declare Zeus the ultimate champion of the battle of the tough guys. Yeah, Zeus, you're you're not going to face him, and you're wearing pantyhose. Yes. Zeus wins, and and quite honestly, I agree with Fuller on that one. <laughs> I I totally agree. Like, yep. Zeus has got you. You've got a weight belt and aqua pantyhose. Hey, Randy's uh, not looking too happy as a clown. No. He, well, he's a sad clown. He is a it's sad the, clown. He's got like a tear. Oh, see, now the eyes. It's the he's tears of again. a clown. Oh, too yeah. Too much dust. 
Is that Joan in the background? Joan's in the background with the sunglasses. She's smart. Hogan's not. And the gigantic earrings. Good Lord. And here we go. Now we're going into Rocky Three. I was going to say, this is like the Mick Rocky discussion. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, totally. Totally. He was a tomato can. I was trying to protect your rock. You ain't been hungry since you won that belt. <laughs> yeah. Now, someone help me understand exactly what is the point of this sequence we're about to see, because I don't get it other than it's just yet oh. another point for Rip to beat up someone. Well, yeah, they need to show that, that Brell is willing to, like, to is willing to do anything and he's he's willing to like to send someone to essentially i mean let's call this what it is like this dude is sent there to like do something to her but he's obviously decided like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna rape the girl yeah it's and, it's well and it's just so i i don't know i just oh no it's, it's kind of like it, why are we doing this you know this is kind of uh yeah i'll be right back yeah drive off you gentlemen yes and and then he's chuckling the whole time. Meanwhile, his girlfriend is like, you know, just been assaulted. Yes. And I mean, I uh, and of course he's got the Ripem jacket. Of course he does. With the friggin' sign on and the rip. Oh, oh, there, there we go. All, all we're missing is him giving the little. Sig- oh yeah, there we go. Yep, this is another Vince-inspired scene right here. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, and there. Oh, there, there it is. Got to get, got to get the 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 rip em hand signal out. Uh, so have you heard that apparently Netflix is going to let you uh is going to let you watch movies like at varying speeds? Like you'll actually like on YouTube. I did. Chance, I, like, I read about that, and I'm not entirely sure what that. What's the use of that? Because don't you want to actually watch it in real time so you can experience it? Well, th- I'm thinking this is one movie that I would. You could definitely watch on like three quarter or like time and a half or twice speed yeah. and not miss a whole lot. Like this could probably work as a silent movie, honestly. It might actually be better. <laughs> oh, especially because you wouldn't miss, you wouldn't get that last line. I just don't like it when someone tries to hurt you, you know? Yeah, because that's what happened just a second ago. <laughs> it's like, good yeah. Lord. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And where's this set? Like, where does this place actually exist? I think they're, this is all connected to the RoboCop universe. I think this is the industrial factory. They're, well, you know what? That would actually make it much more awesome. They're, they're, they're rehabilitating it, uh, building some trains, and now that, Randy and his buddy decided to wander into it. And uh, Honestly, if RoboCop showed up at the last fight and did the whole dead or alive, you're coming with me punk thing. Okay, Peter you know, Weller as a robot, cyborg, more interesting than hogan acting as a real person <laughs> yes oh the thing is hogan is by far the weak link here and and oh. that's saying something because with zeus i mean you have a dude who's who's out there he's trying to like almost he's a tough guy but he's trying to be a wrestler and i mean honestly randy is not doing himself any favors because randy just looks like he has a turd that just won't come out <laughs> quite right like he's he's whatever that constipated stage is where it's like you've tried everything and eventually you've consigned yourself to the fact that I'm just going to be this way for the rest of my life. Yes. Like I don't know what that expression is, but it's horrific. I love how Zeus hits himself with the metal bracelets on his like chest and it doesn't hurt him. Oh yeah. Yeah. And of course they run Oh, right of into course. The- 
Because Kurt Fuller is agile if he's nothing else. <laughs> he has the reflexes of a cat. <laughs> I mean, it's an aging cat, but it's a cat nonetheless. Look at that. I mean, what what is I am so surprised that Mike Pellegrino has gone on to bigger and better things because he has all of like four lines in this movie mm. and his direction was mostly just like just like look like you're you're heavily quaaluded and constipated. Yeah. I, I, Although this, again, it, this 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 may be reflecting though his feelings about having signed for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that could act. you know what that is that's actually the that's the face of regret that's what that is. <laughs> oh my deep, gosh deep deep regret oh. that's essentially thinking my career is over what have i done to myself <laughs> although fuller that actually this is not a bad visual right here this is actually not too bad a little steam a little steampunk a little steampunk I wonder about this set. Like, does this actually exist? Because I can't imagine they would build this. Okay, so I'm watching this. These guys are like WTN, like guard security people, and yet they're like walking them there, like they have the cops, you know, like arms behind them. It's like, what's that about? Yeah, look at them. Oh, well, look at them. You're looking for you're looking for consistency here, sir. You're in the wrong movie, sir. Again, a Fuller's Pocket Square game. I mean it. Well, in the scene before, it was okay, and now suddenly now it's like stuffed all the way down. His it's all over the place, dude. Oh, there he goes again. Fuller just slapping everyone around. Well, he's a tough guy. He is a tough. He's guy. An, <laughs> look at him. Look at him. Look at him rear back. Like he's gonna give him another lashing. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Vince cribbed a lot of the Mr. McMahon oh. character from Robert Fuller. I hope he. I hope he sends him a fruit basket at, I, at, I, I at Christmas so. time. Oh crap! I'm out of ice. This is this is where we've really hit the the part of the the commentary that's. Oh, we called him yellow. We have. Oh, good lord! We have another like twenty four. Oh, there we go. He, he's going to throw some. He's going to throw some fists. Some haymakers. Oh, what is this? This is like this is like wild hyena now. <laughs> that's like a hyena at a proctological exam. Like, <laughs> oh, and look at look at Randy's got some moves. He does. He he was trained in the Bret Hart school of uh, reversals. Yeah, I was gonna say that he almost pulled that out, and you know. But let the record I, I show: how, the most Zeus has done is kick him in the gut. Yeah, and then and then the next time we see Randy, like he can't like. I, I, oh wait, wait! I, I love this part. Here we go. Ready? Ready? Yeah, it's coming. Oh oh! Let it rip, Zeus! What? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and look at and look at Fuller. Fuller's like, oh dear lord, I need another pocket square. It's almost like we're uh, what was his name Roberto Montalban when the guy who played Khan. Oh yes, like, yes, and, and and you know taunting Kirk, and then finally Kirk's like Khan. <laughs> that that well, scene no. when he like yells. Even better is like the Ricardo Montalban scene when he at the very end after he knows that he's he's gonna die. Yeah, he's like I spit at thee. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Which actually is one of the most badass like. Like I screw you, death scenes in cinema history. That con, him playing con in that movie was he was fantastic. Oh my gosh, oh, one fantastic. of one of the greats, one of the great villains in sci-fi. Yeah. Now, did you notice Rip apparently was only designated for like three outfits in this entire? <laughs> yeah, he's got the blue and white. He's got the red and black. I mean, yeah. this this is actually pre Vader. I love this. Yes. There we go. Run right for the mirror, you idiot. 
Well, and then we get that wonderful 80s effect of like the... And of course, that was a slide. Yeah, that was a slide. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not surprised that Rip fell for it. No. Well, he's a smart guy. Rip is... Uh... I love the 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 looping commentary from 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 Fuller with you know the worms are better than you. Oh yeah, so Rip. you have that going. Then you have them actually talking to him. So actually, now it's like triple layer commentary. Oh in yeah, this. we are we are like four levels deep in Inception right now. So let me get this straight. He sees the neon Z and starts smiling because why? So he throws. Yeah. And he misses completely. He misses completely, blows up the neon, and nothing really happens. But yeah. he's happy. Rip's happy. Oh, yeah. And, oh, well, hang on a second. We're going to see his... Oh, oh. There oh, we go. he knocked over the TV and, like, the TX sound system. Oh, come on. Don't Now, don't rip the canvas off. That's disrespectful to that the is. business. Of course, the fact is it wasn't even fastened by anything. Probably not. Oh, and here we go. Hulk's going to show why he should have been like an alternate on the 1988 Olympic team for hey, javelin. It's like in Game of Thrones when the Ice King throws the spear at the dragon. Never mind. Speaking of which, has anyone locked up George R.R. R. Martin lately? Are we are we at least going to put him in a in He a cell should have been in our in our week of geek cuz he's getting a rash of of crap for not having the book done. <laughs> Supposed to be As done well, by this point. As well he should. As well he should. In the time that he's written, like, he's been writing this one book. Stephen King has come out with, like, 18 different books and, like, two screenplays and three adaptations for TV. You know? I mean, come on. Get on it, sir. Get on it. All right. Right right here, Todd. This this is... Oh, actually, this is this is outfit number like f- three or four here, isn't it? This is the morning black- outfit. This is black and white. He is morning. Yeah. Or is this like a prequel to Hollywood Hogan? So again, Randy huh? was so, was so was, wake up Charlie was choked. That was actually, that was legit. He was actually like that. Pact was actually <laughs> asleep. Like, I'm I'm just gonna try and sleep to the rest. Look of at this. this emoting. Watch this. We oh yeah. We only saw Randy get slightly choked and kicked in the gut, and and, yeah. and watch what Hogan does here. But now he's like crippled for life. Yeah. Here, <laughs> I mean, come here, on. Here goes Hogan. Oh 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 the tears. Yeah. Oh yeah, this oh, is the total tears. Rocky, and now we're into Rocky too. All right, who pepper sprayed him? Now this is this is Adrian in the hospital territory. So again, given the amount of character development that has been invested into these guys, what are we supposed yeah. to take from this? Well, I, do you even care about Randy? Does he even register? Ah, uh, not really. Not really. No, I, I mean, no. And now, oh, of course, he's he's like punching. So this is the Ivan Drago, you know, oh, he, yeah. he throws like 1,600 PSI to, type punches. Yeah, We're back to Rocky Four. Could punch a hole in the tank. But of course, I mean, we don't see any of Hogan training. Of course not. not oh, death I mean, is Rip too isn't good training you. at all. The worms are too good for you. Oh, he's at the seated row machine. There we go. Hey, life circuit. Yeah, baby, I remember. Going, I remember using those machines at the at the works back in nineteen, the late uh, early nineties. Back in nineteen ticking nine. Oh, look at the those are, those are like L.A. Gear red shoes that that Hogan was just. Sporting. Is he playing Nintendo? Is Zeus playing Probably. Nintendo there? I think Would he is. Would you blame him? Would you blame him? No. 
Look at me. Again, this dude can't walk because he got kicked once. You know what? I'm sorry to say, but if Randy if 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 Randy gets kicked off for like getting kicked once, he had it coming. All right, I'm I, unpopular opinion. I just want to point out. Opinion. I just want to point out uh, on this on this level that all the the board members are on here, the the executives. Notice how there's a guardrail except for the one spot in the middle. <laughs> it's like who designed that? I don't think that's OSHA compliant. I don't think so either, and it's uh, foretelling of something uh, happening in the future. <gasps> Is there a bit of foreshadowing happening? Quite possibly. Oh, here oh we I go. love this. The elevator. No mistake. And now they've they've finally given up on Fuller's Pocket Square. They're like, screw it. Just make it the same color as his suit. We're tired of messing with it. And again, Titan Towers, ladies and gentlemen. So is that really Titan Towers? That is. No yeah, kidding. Been there. Well, now been we know there. how they saved a few bucks. Yeah. I mean, hey, you might as well. Yeah. You own the building. Why not? I mean, <laughs> why not? <sighs> oh, and I love this. I love this. The emoting. Doesn't feel right. So when he said here. that, I thought of back, they, they, they did a storyline with The Undertaker where the urn was like the source of his power. Yes. And, and I feel like that's what they're doing here with Randy. It's like oh, Rip, Randy Rip is can't fight without power. Randy being there. No, he can't. He can't. He's a source of his power. He's He's been with him pretty much since he got kicked in the yeah. gut. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, and the thing is, like, it's... The, oh, the, here we go. WTN security. Once again. Yes. Rearing. Hey, you know, at like, least he was consistent, realized he couldn't turn his neck. He was in a neck brace. Yeah. Well done, Mark Pellegrino. Good for him. Good for him staying in character. That's right. That's the quality acting we demand. Oh, here we Dem go. Manhandling. Mutilate. Now, remember, see how he said that? That's Is that Andy Samberg's like, father? <laughs> he looks like uh, Andy Samberg now that I'm looking at him. Could be. But you remember how Mankind was originally supposed to be uh, Manson the Mutilator? Yes. Or Mason the Mutilator? Oh, good lord. See, Vince had this idea a long damn time ago. Yes, and he'd been he did. waiting. It had been sitting in the holster. Now, I love how, like, like Randy's girlfriend, she doesn't get a line in the whole damn movie. It's Brell. It's Brell. Put him on the phone. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. Oh, I'm listening. You know, you notice he didn't say he only said brother like maybe once or twice in this movie, which is actually kind of weird because honestly, this is the only movie where it would have worked because he's in a movie with his brother. Yeah. So him using brother would have actually been apropos. Ah, oh, this is you. You have you have uh, unearthed the truth, a, a nugget of sorts. That's that's good. <laughs> Yell at your coach. Go the find like, her. That was actually Charlie's last day of shooting, and that was his final <laughs> statement of the movie. I'm out of here. <laughs> and as he's running for his car, how bad is it? How bad is it? That's they, a rat bond, Charlie. Everyone give him a big. Oh, where did he? Damn, he how really bad was is out it, of here. Though, that they went with this trope of you know stealing the girl to convince him to throw the match. It's like, oh my gosh, really? Oh yeah. And then we're gonna wheel. And again, Randy just uh, looks like he's heavily sedated. With the and the WTN pin, on as well as the the mic, I like how when he says Rip's name, it's like he like snaps awake, like he was just about to fall asleep. Yeah, don't forget that index finger bending. There we go. Yeah, Randy's oh feeling my gosh. it. Randy's feeling it. 
Well, now you see the reason why there's no bar there is because of the camera position. I just noticed that. Yeah. And what are those two red dots on his face? Like he's healed incredibly well in a week. Yeah, he has. I like how he went from a dive bar to like you know the the cultural elite to have decided yes. to attend and watch this show of entertainment and brawling and brawn. Yeah, nine oh four. Yeah, we're watching the clock too. We've had to suffer just as much as you might have. <laughs> yeah. Every, I don't know about you, but every so often I've checked in on like how much longer is left uh-huh. in this movie. It's like thank <laughs> goodness it's under twenty minutes to go. We're almost to the finish line. Dear sweet Lord. Oh, here we go. Oh yes. Ah yes, and here we go. So Hey, metal knee pads, look at that. And now appearing in the latest from the GoBot summer line is Zeus. <laughs> What is going on? Like, that's not even Mad Max. Like, that's it's a mixture between Mad Max and, like, the original Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. You know? Oh, Oh, Rip. Rip is already doing the shake. He's staring down his destiny. Oh, there goes the headband. Now you know it's serious. Oh, Oh, curling the lip. Look out. I like I like this announcer. He's trying, and I like yeah. what Zeus does next. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you just wish someone did that to Tony Schiavone just once? Oh my gosh! Just I I love once. walks up and just cuffs the announcer and knocks him out of the ring. Fantastic. Oh, good lord! Oh, uh, now see they're they're the universe is about to collapse upon itself because they're the, you have the two primal grunters standing face to face now. Mm. Oh, he's taking it off now. What have, what you know? What would have made this better is for him to beat well, Rip with the, the belt. Is, now, why I is he throwing the belt? For that, yeah, that's 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 a dumb move. That's a dumb move. Why is he throwing the belt? I thought. And again, I mean, Hogan Hogan works about as long in these in the matches for this movie as he does in his pay per views. Oh, yeah. I was kind of hoping he was going to rip the belt in half, but then that's right. Vince produced it. He wouldn't allow that to happen. Oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, oh, there we go. Step on his hand. The old hand step maneuver. You notice that he never goes outside the ring? No. Do you also oh. notice how, how flimsy the turnbuckle and rope is? Oh, yeah. Holy moly. And Joan Severance in a lovely green uh, spangly number. Good way. It almost looks like those are LED lights. I know they aren't because that's, but but the rhinestone factor on Joan Severance oh, yeah. is really high right oh, now. Yeah. I've got to admit, honestly, like, like I, I I have to admit, Joan Severance's character in this movie is one of those things that I actually do enjoy. I don't know why. I just do. Yeah. I you know at one point I thought she was in that Rowdy Piper movie They Live. But I think it's a it's a different actress, and she kind of looks like her. But yeah, but it, it's not right. her. I like I checked last night; it is not her. Okay, I was just going to check myself. Maybe I'm just looking for a distraction. And of course, like and, and this is another like 1980s, early 90s tropes. Like the the henchmen are so absolutely incompetent; they don't notice, and actually like toss their keys and like why did, why does it matter that he tosses keys oh well because he has to notice oh. they're so incompetent they don't even notice like the person they're supposed to be guarding to leave they're essentially stormtroopers basically without the, uni- without the cool uniform yes 
and Randy's crying because well, he's in this movie. That's what he does. Again, Randy Pellegrino is just like, my career is over. Mark Pellegrino. You're starting to combine it's, them. <laughs> not to hell with them. It's, it's, <laughs> it's Brian Sawyer all over again. I was going to say, say Brian Sawyer all over again. Now, now, here's the thing. Like, Have you ever seen, a, have you ever seen a, an elevator close this quickly? Never. Because I haven't. Never. And, and if that happened, the door would have opened. Oh, totally. As soon as there's totally. any resistance on those doors, they open. Somewhere oh from the bar to now, it, these two somehow got you know a little uh, stank in their step. I know they've grown some cojones. I know, like Ordway, all of a sudden. And is it just me? Like, oh, and anyone who's viewing this outside of New England won't know this, but every time I hear Ordway, all I'm thinking is Glenn Ordway. Yes, yes. Oh my god! And I know that Glenn Ordway weighs like three times what that dude does, and is only like five one. You know. And if you look at Rip's tights, it, they're like soaked right through. Like he's wrestled like three pay per views. I think Hogan. Sw- I think Hogan has sweated, uh, you know, about you know two months worth of sweat in this like one movie. Well, I mean, it was a lot of working for him. Uh, I bet. I mean, it good is. lord, he's got to sell. He doesn't do that often. You almost made me spit bourbon out. <laughs> hey, the announcers he, he seems to be okay, even though he got completely just, you know, slapped around by Zeus. Yeah, he's in better shape than Randy. And apparently the slowest elevator in the world. Yes. Taking Joan Severance down to the studio level. Oh my gosh. This was horrible. This is all you know about what? the ratings, like- baby. All about the ratings. Oh, and now we're I down to level like- S one. I would just like to apologize to every single person who's been listening along to us. I, I'm so sorry for having this idea. <laughs> you Charlie. are. I've said it once. I've said it twice. I will say it thrice. You are a diabolical genius, sir. Charlie getting in a shot there. There it is. And this was like, you know what? Honestly, this was like the, this is the beginnings of ECW right here. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, oh. So really, if you come down to it, Hulk Hogan is the originator is the is the godfather of extreme wrestling don't don't right don't, now, don't let paul heyman which hear right, you say that <laughs> which right now is it, paul heyman somewhere right now is just like had a shiver up his spine oh as my, I, said yeah, I think that. he felt a tremor in the force when you said that <laughs> oh my gosh yeah you know it would be great it, wouldn't it be awesome to have paul heyman on here oh my gosh uh, it, we would not have to do one bit of work no. for the entire episode. We, we do the that. intro, and I think he would just take it from there. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is there anyone better than Paul when it comes to just, like, just talking about the business? And then uh, just even, even in a promo. He, he's just in like, an elite oh. group with, like, Steve Austin and a few others. I, I, I could listen mm. to Austin talk wrestling all day long. He is fantastic. Yeah. Such yeah. a such a oh. mind for the business. Oh my and gosh, we, we threw the the. We didn't even uh, mention the that? fact ring that post? Zeus somehow exposed the poor craftsmanship of this octog uh, this octagonal ring. Yeah, it was put together by like I who who knows how. I mean, it wasn't a union job for Dewey, sure. Do we cheat him and how? Yes, that great contracting firm. Oh, oh no! Up there. The master oh. plan is now ruined. Oh! Here he goes. Time to throw a fit. I must have the woman, otherwise my plan won't work. <laughs> Glenn Ordway, where are you? <laughs> oh! 
And usually that's a finisher for Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, but yes. not, not for Zeus. Not for, oh, there we go. Step on the neck. Randy. Oh, no. There's Joan. You know what? Honestly, I think the, uh, uh, what was it, Superman 4? Um, Randy, looks like he's, Randy looks like he's taking a crap. Randy okay. is exercising the demons <laughs> at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Randy looks like he has some really bad, he had, he had some really bad seafood the last Okay, I, I, I last love night. this moment. The coach decides to say, Zeus, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll get you. Yeah, because well they had you they had will Rocky they had to get that Rocky three like Mickey moment in there. Yep. They I mean they threw everything at the at with this. I mean oh my gosh, and what's what makes it even weirder is the fact that Hogan was in Rocky three. Yes, you know, as Thunderlips. I mean, good lord, another oh. Actually, I would have rather watched the. I would have rather have watched a movie that pretended to be like a fake. Like a mockumentary, like Spinal Tap version of a Thunderlips documentary. Yeah. Then this. Oh, here we go. He's gonna Hulk up now. No. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. He, he, he he's gonna rip him. Yes. Yeah, they're all yelling, "Rip him!" <sighs> I've been out of ice for like 40 minutes now, and it's just. I've actually unplugged the. I think the Kurt Fuller's about my, to have a stroke. Yeah, I've unplugged the button that was like trying to keep me from like ODing. I'm just. <laughs> I'm going to start freebasing bourbon in a moment. It's going to be awesome. Oh, here we go. The the growling, constipated Mastiff. Oh, the announcer's on his side now. You know he's going to win. Even Joan Severance is like, am I getting paid in cash? Again, I have I, to I go back to the fact that the entire, like the, 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 the crucial point to Brill's plan is all in Joan Severance, apparently, because he is really oh, distraught yeah. she's no longer under his control. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm actually inordinately upset that Randy's girlfriend does not get one line. You know that because that means that she's not even getting paid union scale for this movie. For crying yeah. out loud! No, oh. he looked at the source happy, of his power. I honestly would have been happy to have Randy have no lines and give like Randy's girlfriend a couple of lines. Yeah. I mean, I I know Mark Pellegrino's gone on to better, bigger and better things, but dear sweet lord. do something i love this like seriously like like kurt fuller goes like full-on stroke at this point yeah oh and here we go not even like a good body slam like the most half-assed body slam ever yep jeez <clears throat> ropes jumped when he landed well yeah because he's rip the funny part is when you look at this room, they're fighting in front of essentially a group of maybe 70 people, if if, if that. I don't know. It's about 120, I think, I by mean, my estimate. You know, you think if you're trying to sell some 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 tickets here or something, you know? Look at that background, though. It's like it's like hanging tinsel. <laughs> it's like you, you bought this from Factory Seconds from like a Christmas sale at like Montgomery oh, Ward in 1989. Oh, the double axe hammer. Yes. There he goes. I can't believe that's the finisher, but apparently uh, that was it's like so Hogan's weak. finisher when he was in Japan or uh, in another territory. That was act an actual finisher for him, and I figure I think they called it like the double axe bomb or something. Oh, good it, lord! Oh, up against yeah. the post. That's never good. No, Randy, you already used up your juice once. You can't. You can't do it twice. Oh wait, he's out of the chair. Oh, he's out of the chair. There we go. Uh, he's going to be back. Shove the girlfriend. For six shove months. the token friend. 
Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Oh. The urn has been opened. Yes. Oh, look at that. Catches the guy, puts him down. Very nice, Rip. Yep. Thank you. Because Rip is a nice guy. Oh, there you go. Oh, now he just tripped him in the worst-looking way possible. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, shut the door. Talk some smack and shut the door, Fuller. There we go. Mm-hmm. What I particularly like is when f- – oh, oh. You know what? The fact is – this. you know what? Ty, uh, Lister is like is is excellent selling yes. all of Hogan's stuff. Like really good for what they gave him. Honestly, Debo is doing a hell of a job. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, there he is. Zzz. You know what? And that's that's that, so that's where they got that for the Fifth Element <laughs> when uh when oh what's his face? Oh crap! What's his name? The guy who's he, he he brushes people off. He's like, Zzz. oh yeah 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 yeah. Why can't I think of the actor's name? I can't name? either. All right, you keep watching this. I'll try and find it. Oh my gosh, I I know I should know it. I'm gonna feel like a complete. Oh my gosh, idiot. Fuller is gonna he's gonna have five strokes. Well, good. Oh no! So th- this is what I love. So his guy's oh, yeah. losing, and now he just starts like attacking the equipment. Like when Chris you're writing Tucker, this, Ruby Rod. Huh? Chris Tucker, Ruby Rod. That ah, was, oh yeah. okay. And okay. Of, and of course, like all these cables, like knock out everything. And yeah, was that a heart punch? It looks like it, that was get... a heart punch, and he sold it. He sold it like a yeah. million bucks on that front. Yeah. Okay. Damn so it, cause look at this. If there's one, th- if there's one thing Debo can do, it's sell like a mofo. Uh huh. So again, I want to say his guy is losing, and he decides to start ripping the conduit out of the wall. Well, he's ripping him. Oh my gosh! Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! Man. Here we come. This is the one problem Here with we... this move. He should be flying with him. Look at that. Well, he should have flown yeah. right off the stage with him. Yeah. All right. Once again, shoddy craftsmanship. Look at that. Look at that ring. Wow. Good. That that's totally not a union job. Oh, that's like they gosh. they farm that out to some shady contractor. And here we go. Here's what I want to know. Where is his belt? Constipated Mastiff. He is now the champion of the Battle of the Tough Guys. Where's his belt? Oh, doesn't he get a belt? You don't need a belt for that. No, no, you don't. You should get the big Z belt. You need a chair. Oh, he throws a chair. chair. There we go. A chair and a window that shatters before the chair even gets close to it. You stay away. You stay away. And here we go. And oh, and apparently conduit. Fuller, Fuller is taking that conduit anally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this motion here. Oh my gosh! He oh. took that. In, he took that in the Dookie exit door. Is so what let he, the what record show. Zeus is either unconscious or dead, and now we have uh, Brill, who may actually be dead, and everyone's oh, applauding. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah! Two possible homicides have just occurred, and everyone's happy because you know what? Yeah, rip one, baby, rip one. Yeah. That's all that matters. Oh that, my gosh! That's all that matters. This is this is this is surreal, man. Oh, there's the and, music, and, and Randy can stand. He can walk. It's a miracle, people! It's a miracle. Oh. Hallelujah! <laughs> we still get. Oh, there it is—the the, Ripem sign. And is that it? And you know what? That's that's from the beginning of the movie. That's not even from that scene. Are you kidding me? 
Oh, and and so the friggin' this listen song listen to the song. It's, it's like right Survivor. Now. Oh, it's no, it's Discount Survivor. Well, no, I know it's Discount Survivor, but it's it's in that same vein. It's like that Rocky Eye of the Tiger sort of thing. Yes. Oh my and this gosh. is. Let me just uh, find this here. Oh shoot! I'm on the I'm in the wrong damn movie. I got looking at the Fifth Element. I actually had the 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 movie the the. Uh, oh, here it is. I'm I'm not going to watch the credits for any sort of uh, post credit scene. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I no. I don't think so either. I think I think Zeus so, stays. No down. Holds Barred was uh, written by Jim Johnston and performed by John Joyce. Oh good. I think Jim Johnston did all the music for WWE back in the day. Well, no, wasn't it Rick Derringer that was like their their main dude? Uh, Derringer did some of the music, but Jim Johnson, he was the the kind of like head like music producer for the wrestlers' entrances and stuff for a really long time. He's not there anymore. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I remember, I remember. So, full disclosure, I, are you still listening to this? By the way, because I am, because I am a sadist. I uh, know. Um, I stopped it. I I completely stopped it, and. Um, I'm gonna keep going. I'm thankful because, uh, to be done with with this. Uh, apparently, next up for me is the final countdown, which is a. Uh, apparently, when Europe used to tour, they used to open the mo- they used to open the show and close their show with that song. Oh my gosh! Um, but I remember so on the the pile driver two, the wrestling album, okay. which I have on vinyl. <laughs> I'm, you're 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 more into this than I am. My goodness, I'm not proud of it. Oh, but I am in a kind of a sick sort of twisted way of you are. because because like I used to be a Columbia House record member yeah. and uh, and it was all Rick Derringer songs. It even had like rock and roll hoochie on there. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's horrible. That's I'm still listening to this. Like, dude, I'm rocking out over oh, here. Oh, I bet you are. I bet you. Of are. course, you know I've had like a bottle and a half of whiskey. Well. I mean, it, it it dulls the senses that, that it does. No, it doesn't. I'm still <laughs> feeling the pain of this. Good lord! Oh, it's horrible. Okay, I've got to shut that you, off. You, you got to Stan Hansen uh, as Neanderthal. I love it. That was wretched. Brock Chisler. I, I love the name Brock Chisler. Yeah. So so Rip was either directly or indirectly responsible for two deaths, and he still manages to give that stupid-ass sign one more time. Of course time. he did. Oh, so good. just for the record, this God. entire movie, like you said, was essentially the build-up to a match that just went to just ludicrous proportions. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, and the fact was they had to hide, they had to hide Zeus in the matches yeah. because... I mean, well, he wasn't a trained wrestler. No. And quite no. honestly, if I mean, even looking back and even looking at this movie, like he did the best he could. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and so they put him in with what was it, a Hogan Macho Man and uh, yeah, it was it Brutus was Beefcake, it was Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake versus Macho Man and Zeus. Yeah. So they hit him as best they could, yeah. and I think it ended up being like three or four matches. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was bad. It was bad, and it and as we mentioned, uh, as we talked about beforehand, apparently when Jim Ross mentioned this back in the two thousands, yeah, uh, he mentioned he mentioned this movie and said it was should have been called No Profits Allowed. No. Which. Nope. Sounds about right to me. I think so. It was horrible, and yet, I mean. Yeah, I kind of feel good about like if you're an, about 
are I feel I feel like it was cathartic. Oh, it was fun to talk about. <laughs> it was it was very fun to talk about. But 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 the fact that, that we had to sit through it was just like, oh my God, this is just this is painful. Oh now come on, sir. You're you've been a wrestling fan from way back. That has is that the cheesiest thing you've ever seen? Yeah, I mean the dookie scene alone, it's like, oh sweet Moses. Oh okay, well that aside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I let the credits run. I'm I'm listening to No Holds Barred. I I'm it's growing on me. So All right, now it's done. Okay, you need you need to turn it off immediately. No then. no post-credit scenes, no Thanos, no anything. And another thing. All right, sir. So, uh what do you got for and another thing this week? Uh I am ironically going to go back to 1989, the year No Holds oh. Barred was was thrust upon us. Inflicted upon oh, us. They all hate you. That sounds kind of violent. Yeah. Well, Rip, Rip, <laughs> Rip did kill two people toward the end. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, my you're gosh. But I'm going to go back to 1989. And uh, my and another thing is a an, an oldie and a goodie. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Excellent! So crates. This was, you know, again, like I was talking about, there, there's just, for some reason in the 80s, there were just a lot of just originals that just came out that just resonated with audiences. And, and you know, this was just one of them. I mean, it, it's a, you know, on the surface, it looks like this foolish, you know, kind of dumb movie, but, um, but, but a movie. And then down below, it's also a foolish dumb movie. Well, but it's got, it's got heart. It's funny. You know, it's, oh, it's, it does. Totally. It, it's, totally. it's got a lot of, you know, joy and goodness to it. And that's why I, I kind of thought it was really, you know, it was, it was neat, it, neat. It was neat oh. to, to, to hear Kevin Smith talk about how excited he is for, for others to see this movie and turn, you know, the new one, you know, face the music when, uh, when it comes out. So I, so it, it just kind of re reinvigorated my, my desire to see Woo! the upcoming movie and go back, watch the old movie. I think I'd like to try to watch it with my, my kids, uh, you know, put them through it. <laughs> see what they think. <laughs> See, see, see how this, I had to suffer through this, so you will too. See how this movie holds up of of two chuckleheads traveling through time, collecting historical figures to put on a, 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 a presentation of sorts at their high school. Now, just 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 a fun fun movie, and uh, just kind of a throwback to to my teen years, my my early high school years uh, with with these two knuckleheads, and and just just a, a very heartfelt story and and a, and a fun story of of them trying to realize their destiny as apparently the two saviors of the world through their music so uh it's funny you you know you, you hear me say that 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 plot and then we just watch this other one and you know they uh they i think the budget on this one on bill and ted's excellent adventure was 6.5 mil they had a box office of 40.5 mil no holds barred what was that? Six, uh, eight mil in uh, box office oh. of sixteen. So, <gasps> oh my gosh, it's it's incredible. That's rough. But actually, that okay. Wait a minute. Bill and Ted cost less to make. Yeah. Bill and Ted cost six point five. No holds barred. Eight million. And yet, well, Bill and Ted's had- earned forty million dollars, and No Holds Barred pulled off sixteen. Because you know, Vincent Hulk get had to get paid. Well. <laughs> Yeah, they did. Hulk ain't doing this for nothing. Oh, I mean, you, no, he's not. 
No, he's you can not. get Brutus Beefcake for a lot less, but who's watching that? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so if if you are looking for a little bit of silliness from from a time from a time back in the how 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 does that go? Uh, uh, back in the time of yesteryear, your something like that. Um, sure, go with yeah. That. Why not? Uh, why don't we, uh, you know, I suggest a little Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I think you'll get a chuckle. Uh, we all need a chuckle, especially through through these times. Oh, and, good Lord. Yes. Uh, and, and just a little silliness. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's funny. Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves, just fantastic as these iconic characters. They, they owned them. They made them their own. Uh, George Carlin is Rufus. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, I miss George uh-huh. so much. Oh, I really do. He would just look at what's going on around him and probably sit back and have a drink. <laughs> so- oh, there'd be there be material for days. Oh my goodness, days. Oh my goodness. So when you have a moment, check it out. It's like I said, fun movie, funny comic, joy, all good stuff, positivity. Have at it. Iron Maiden, excellent. And you, sir. Well, for me, I'm I, I, so I'm usually late to trends. I, I admit, I've I'm usually behind the curve when it comes to pop culture and things of that nature. So my and another thing this week is uh, to check out Longmire on Netflix, which is a a series. Let me let me read to you from the Wikipedia description because you know. Wikipedia is always right. Uh, Longmire is an American Western crime drama television series, and the series is based on the Walt Longmire Mysteries series of novels by Craig Johnson. So now the connective tissue that this bears along with uh, with our Cylon reference of earlier is that Katie Sackhoff was a supporting actress in this in the series. Nice. And and honestly, I I have been holding off on this one because holding back. I had seen Katie Sackhoff post about it, and and I'd heard a lot about it, and I just never had quite seen it because I I, much like a lot of Americans, I had cut the cable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I I do not have cable, and I have not had cable Neither for. Do I. I don't even know how long at this point, and so I didn't have a good way to watch it, and it was also one of those things that then had become a lot of fans had said, "Oh, it's it's so great, so great, so great, so great." It's almost one of those things you don't want to watch mm. because you're like, it might suck compared to what everyone had said. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got to a point where I was like, all right, I have explored the outer regions of Netflix. Fine, I'll watch Longmire. And damn, I am almost through season one and really good. Good stuff, yeah. Really good stuff. And good episodic television. And uh, great performances by Robert Taylor, who is uh, the uh, main character of Walt Longmire. And, of course, Katie Sackhoff as, uh, as, as Vic uh, is just fantastic. But also Lou Diamond Phillips. Lou. Making a, coup, making a resurgence in this. Wow. And is, is outstanding. Fantastic. And, of course, now linking back to you talking about Robocop, I just, the episode I just watched in, re, uh, in season one featured... Peter Weller, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, very nice. So the incomparable Peter Weller, the incomparable, who also, of course, you know, is uh, crap. What's his name? Admiral something or rather in Star Trek. Uh, oh yeah, he he was in the other in the darkness. Movie. 
Yeah. yeah. The other con. The, the, oh my gosh. Yeah. The other con movie, which is a whole other episode. I like Benedict Cumberbatch, but man, sorry. There, 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 uh, there's only one con for me. Oh, so when we come to that episode, we will have to talk more. Actually, do we need to do a tale of the tape? I think we might have Star to. Trek II Wrath of Khan versus Star Trek oh, Into no, Darkness. I, no, 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 no. We'll do all of the Star Treks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we need to do JJ Trilogy versus OG Trilogy. Oh, oh, are we going to have to, uh, come at me, bro. Are, come at are me. Are we going to have to, uh, call up Jimmy Dice from the bench? <laughs> oh, that could be good. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get Jimmy Dice over here in person and get, and get him some whiskey for that. Oh, Cause that would be oh. fantastic. All right. Well, we, I now know what our, uh, this week's production meeting will be about. Okay. Anyway, yes. sorry. I took away from Longmire. Please continue. Sorry. So that is my recommendation to you folks. Longmire it is well worth your time. And, uh, well, if you're subscribing to the Netflix, it's your money anyway. Nice. So go right ahead. Very good. All right. So, uh, thank you very much for tuning in. We all appreciate y'all hanging in here. Uh, we know that this has been a journey through. How do you think it went? <laughs> <sighs> Where am I? Who am I? What's going on? Why is there an elephant dancing around the room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is my cat talking to me in Mandarin? <laughs> Why is my cat the Mandarin? <laughs> well, honestly, that would have been a better plot than They'll Iron never Man 3. see me coming. Oh, my. You know what? On, you know, I, I'm going to hold off on that. We actually ought to do an Iron Man 3 commentary because I've got a lot to say about that I, movie. Because I am game, my friend. I am game for that. I've got a serious love-hate relationship with that movie. Should, should, should we really do our do. first triple threat tale of the tape? Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and Iron Man 3? Oh, well, Iron Man 1 would just be such a love fest. Oh, it well, really Let would. it be a love fest. We just had to live through No Holds Barred. <laughs> We yeah, owe it we to ourselves. <laughs> we do. All right. Well, you know what? Oh, uh, look at this. All these topic have, ideas coming out of our heads. Here uh, I know. We're having a production meeting in real life, in real time. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. And, and now we're going to head into the final portion of our show. And, and, and this is the time when I, I turn to the person who is, quite honestly, uh, the, the, the less idiotic, the, the more level-headed... <laughs> Tonight, yes. <laughs> Damn it, Hulk Hogan drove me to this. <laughs> I'm going to get you, Zeus. <laughs> I turned to the man who, quite honestly, I, I look to as a life coach and, and is the reason why I'm going nowhere in my life. And I say to him, uh, sir, the big question of the night is really, what have we learned from whatever we've done? We, we've learned a few things. Oh, we have. Yes, Good. we have. No Holds Barred needs to be put on the shelf for another 20 years. <laughs> I think it needs a Blu-ray re-release. Okay. 4K. Y you're you're going to throw some money down for that, eh? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just want to see it happen, but you don't want to participate. I see I how just it is. I want to see Vince light a pile of money on fire <laughs> in this fireplace. That's what I want to see. Oh, my gosh. 
no holds barred. Uh, what can we say other than just we, we apologize? <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. Todd is a diabolical genius. Uh, there, you know, this 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 was a little bit of, of nostalgia for us, a little bit of oh. looking back at, at, at what 80s wrestling entailed, which was Hogan in all his glory, no selling and, and winning in the end, even though he may have potentially committed two homicides in the movie. <laughs> but uh, that's, yeah. that's okay. Hogan literally getting away with murder. Literally. Um, seeing that out of out of a, a gem of a movie that this one is, and I will continue to use the word gem for it, that, that there can be acting careers that, 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 that blossom out of this. Uh, we, 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 we saw a young Mark Pellegrino as, as, as Randy, the constantly constipated brother of, of <laughs> <laughs> When he talks about ripping him, he's like, just let it go. Let the deuce go. Let it go. Rip it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think the uh, – I think Rip's coach ended up being some, you know, he played some some roles of significance later on. I, I seem to recall seeing him in some flicks. I can't remember oh. what. So you two can <laughs> did, can, can rise. Of it. What's that? I said I did, but I ain't proud. I of ain't it. proud. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see, uh, e- even though you 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 go through a, a, a learning experience, we shall call no holds barred. You you can rise from the ashes and and become something more. And so with that thought... Really, can you, though? <laughs> I mean, quite honestly, You can, but you don't have to be proud of it. <laughs> eventually, we got, that, we got that David Arquette movie. Oh, my gosh. And it took a long damn time before we got what, whatever, what the hell is it, Wrestling With My Family movie that... Oh, yeah, was, that, that was about uh, Paige. Yeah, it was somewhat acclaimed. Yeah. But in between there, we had to deal with a David Arquette movie and ho- no holds barred. It's hard to translate wrestling to the movies, you know, and and have it be uh, ha- have it be widely accepted. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you, you have to kind of have the the ability to want to watch wrestling, <laughs> and that is an acquired wow. taste. That is an acquired taste, people. Oh, to say the least. So, uh, so yeah, it, it it was it was fun, interesting. And uh, did, oh, did I say interesting? Maybe interesting wasn't the right word. It was fun. Let's let's just say that it was fun to revisit. It was this. It flick. was something. It, it 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 was something interesting. Probably not. Um, it was telling. It was a movie. It was. It was a movie where people said things. Yes, they did, and it wasn't not a lot from Hogan because let's face and, it, when he said things, it was like a piece of cardboard talking. So, well. Yeah. So if you have the time, check it out. Uh, you know, you'll, no, don't. You'll, you'll, don't. You'll, you'll thank us later, or or you'll you'll send uh, you know some some strongly worded notes to Tim at freerangeadc.com. Thank you. You'll send the APA over. Ah, oh, pretty much. But damn. Having said that, thank you for having said that. Thank you for joining us. Uh, be good to one another. Be safe. Be healthy. And, uh, you know, we still got to pay the bills, so please hit the lights on the way out. I got to the wrong week to quit drinking. I beg your pardon. What did you say? Damn! You are such a disappointing pair. I prayed so hard for you. Get out. And don't come back until you receive. So say we all. 
It's almost as bad as Zool. Yeah, kind of. I, I think the dogs right? and Zool did a better acting job than, than than poor Zeus did. I am Zool. It's the same line reading. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, brother. You know what? Vince and Hulk owe Bill Murray some damn money mm-hmm. is how it goes. Mm-hmm.